was a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me... <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. 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 I don't like that. I'm not for everybody. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross, Cross culture. culture. Doo doo. Doo doo. Doo doo. Doo doo. Doo Back to back remix, ask a friend. Whoa. Oh, you were trying to give me to that Nikki? Cause that's uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I said. Back again, completed. Okay, okay. It's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello, 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 guys. How you guys doing today? My name is Dami O. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. I harmonized with you that time. Good job. You heard it? I went we, up. We you did it well. We did it well this time. <laughs> Sorry guys, um, I was sick. My son was sick. It was on me. We couldn't record an episode, man. Blame it on me. We got a pink eye. We got a cough. We got everything, girl. It's my fault. It's on me. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, but we back and healthy. We back with another episode. It's the dummy. It's December. Hey. No, we. You know, we definitely gotta do an like end of the year episode. It's the eyes of December. It's December. It's middle of December. It's just like. 2022 is over. Like nine more days till Christmas for real. Like we're going to 2023. Doesn't it sound like say like it's 2023? I was born in 93. Who? Damn. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's t- like when I hear people, people like they were born in 2003, 2006. I'm like, wait, what? Gee, when somebody said it was born in 1930, 1940, I'd be like, salute. Oh, okay, girl. You this here. Even 1970s, you'd be like, whoa. Because compared that to like 2023. Those 1980s that we wanted to tell my brothers. Like lose. you've been on this earth for, for a minute. You there. Ah, but we thank God for life. Like I if be. you're here, you listen to our podcast. Listen, take a minute to thank God for life. That you're alive, that you are here. Amen. Okay, because this past 12 months have been something. It may have been great for some. It may have been not so great for some, you know. I don't even know what 2022 was. I just was there. I know, right? I was there for it. I know. I know. But anyway, um, how are you? How was your week? What's the highlight of your week? Give us something. Um, highlight, I'm back in therapy, guys. That's my highlight. That's great. I'm back in therapy. I've done like two weeks. Okay. Um, and it's good to be back. You know, I, I was telling somebody that I don't mind because it's a new therapist than what I had before. Okay. And I was telling my friend that I don't mind starting over with new therapists. It's like, it's, of course, it's cool to grow because I'm the last therapist I had for like two years. Um, but this one, I'm like, it's cool to grow because I kind of want to start fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's kind of cool to see, like, what do I talk about? Like, what's my recap of, like, mm-hmm. my life? Because it's like, I remember the things that I used to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, even some of the people, some of the things that were, like, pertinent in my therapy mm-hmm. like and i don't even have to bring it up 
So it's cool to kind of like start fresh like that. So that's my highlight that I'm back taking care of my mental health in that way. Nice. Do you like your new therapist? She's good. I'm. We're getting to know each other. I'm giving her a chance. She's okay. cool so far. Okay. We, you know, I don't feel any way about her. I feel like we're trying to learn each other. I'm learning her style. She's learning my style. Mm-hmm. And I think that well, I think we'll be cool. That's good. Is she young? Is she old? Is she black? Is she? She is a. I would say. Younger, middle-aged. She's she's like a white person of color. Huh? She's a white person of color. Like, like a white Latin. Like she she still she she could still trace herself as a white woman. She's not like white American. She like oh, so white, white European. Like yeah. she probably from Poland. Yeah, she from. I forgot where she told me she was from. G. Ukraine. Ukraine. I was about to say Ukraine. Ukraine. That's where she's from. Ukraine. Okay, so that's culture. Like, that's culture. I was like, oh, sorry for your country or some shit. You said that? I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know. I just was like, it was like a pause. Like, oh, prayers to Ukraine. It was some shit. <laughs> it was some shit where I remember taking a pause. What did she say? She said shit. She was like, oh, thank you. I feel like we just kind of knew that's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was like, oh, mm-hmm. shout out to y'all or something like that. Um, and she's cool. I like immigrants. I do say this. I think I do like my immigrant therapist because mm-hmm. I'm an immigrant, and I think there's a certain worldview mm-hmm. and perspective of like certain cultural pressures and expectations and assimilations. Yeah, that I think they understand. That's like okay, I like that. For okay, us. okay, okay. That's good. So, do you feel better being therapy in therapy now? Do you feel elevated? Do you feel lighter? Do you? I feel like. I mean, I feel like I wasn't necessarily dumping my problems on my friends or whatever, but I felt I feel like, you know, now I can talk about like things that mm-hmm. I want to talk about because it's just a lie, you know. And I think that we're at the age where we don't get to talk to everybody all the time the way we all used to. Yeah. So it's like that whole idea of like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kick kick in, for am why these days when I'm talking to like my girl girls, like my besties, we're talking on what the phone. besties. Can you relax? I'm asking. What, what kind best? of fresh eyes? No, because you're saying I'm talking to the girls. I don't know if you guys notice. You be saying when me and the girls, me and the girls. I'm like, who are these the girls? Please, who are these girls and who are these besties? Wanna be so jealous of me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't be saying things. You know. I mean, you're one of my best friends. Oh, okay. You're the highest best friend. Oh, oh, good. Let to me know. validate you. Oh, thanks. You know nowadays we need the validation. Thanks. <laughs> but no, for real, it's like you know we we just as compared to when we was 15. Obviously, we don't get to talk in the same capacity. Yeah, anymore. yeah. So it's just nice to have somebody to be like, let me dump all my issues on you. Absolutely. And even just talking out before I even come, my friends. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta. It's healthier, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that's good. Good for you. Good that you're proactive and finding a new therapist. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's part of self care. You know, taking ownership of your health, mental health. So that's definitely good. Um, highlight of my week. What's the highlight of my week? Did I have a highlight of this week? Damn, I don't even know if I had a highlight. Highlight G. Um, I think work has been going well. That I was. Ah, look at this baby. He was trying to eat the speaker for us. <laughs> um, do I have a highlight? I don't know if I have a highlight per se. I'm trying to. I guess maybe. Hmm. I did Christmas shopping. That I would nice. say. I mean, it was last minute, and it all just came. But it was expensive. You know, majority's all for the kids. But it wasn't done in some like, ugh, you know, like oh my god, I can't afford this. Does that make sense? 
Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I stayed within my budget. I mean, it was expensive, but I didn't. I was happy to do it. No, I like that because I do find, you know, my more recent um, love language is gift giving. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but how I express uh-huh. my love. I found out, oh, I like giving gifts. I like shopping for people. Same. Yeah, same. Um, so I'm happy that I was able to, like, do it. Um, I was able to afford to do it, so I'll definitely I would say, oh, I went to Texas for Thanksgiving, so that is a highlight in general. Um, mm-hmm. And I traveled with my son for the first time, and he did well. Um, so it was definitely nice to see my mom and sister. So I'll say that definitely has been, like, my highlight for the past couple of weeks. For the holiday season. Absolutely. absolutely. For the holiday. Oh, I will add, I've been staying in my mom's place for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And How's it's that? been cool. Does it bring back memories? Is it, like... In a way, it's nice to... It reminds me that, like, my goal in life is to live in the suburbs with my channel, family. Low not, key, though. I ain't not gonna that my mama suburb, it ain't like we in all in, you know, some you mm-hmm. uppity uppity, but it just reminds like city living. It was just a nice break from living in the city. Because city is a lot. Busy, congested, crazy. Suburb is calm. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm calm. I'm parking the driveway. I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's better food. There's better. It's you just, feel safer. Yeah, oh, I'm at the gas station. Ha ha. <laughs> like, you know, in the city, you be like, turn every shoulder. Absolutely, G. It's criminals. It's like, okay. Yeah, like it's be, fast base, pace. Yeah. Like, they crazy. They might shoot you. It's just crazy out here. So that's been cool, too. But you Absolutely. guys. You guys know how we like to start. How do we like to start, Dami? We like to start with the hot, 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 hot topics. So this time, before before we went to hot topics, I actually have stir- a story. Story, so- story. Story. Once upon a time. Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to continue. Once upon a time. Time, time, time. So this is story time with Mona, okay? So I haven't said, you know, this situation is something I experienced a while ago, and now it's kind of resurfacing. And I kind of want to ask advice from you guys. Okay. So, hmm, this is 2020. 2020, I was in like in some like uh, broadcast media school, whatever. And there was a guy that, I'm not going to lie, we fancied each other. <laughs> we fancied each other. I'll say that. I'll not say fancy. that. You know, I liked him. He liked me, whatever. Um, so it just so happened, you know, we, you know, he would come over, we would drink, we'd do assignments together. Now, we didn't have sex. Um, but did we, you know, lose something here and there? Of course. Let me be. I What's want something? What's little? I, you are we're adults here. We don't need to go into details. <laughs> something here and there. You know, kiss here and there. Okay. You know, whatever, you know. Mm. No, not on my end, though. I'm okay. saying that well, however you perceive to be. What does that mean? I'm just saying whatever your brain takes. Wherever that brain takes you. <laughs> Kisses. I leave it at kisses. I leave it at kisses. I leave it at kisses. <laughs> kisses. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, um, so it so happens that we have a mutual friend. Mm. So he asked me, he's like, Do you know this girl? Um, let me give her a name. Um, Tinuke. He's like, Do you know Tinuke? <laughs> I'm like, Oh, me and Tinuke went to college together. I know how we worked with a little bit, but we're not like friends, friends. But you know when you know something from college, you go, you guys, right, you know, you're you all cool, whatever. He left it at that, like, oh, he knows her too. I'm like, okay, cool. Before you know it, you know, we're hanging out one specific night. He didn't spare a night, but he was there late, and he left. But I saw that, ah, the next day, I saw I had, in the middle of that, I said, somebody's calling me. I'm like, I'm not going to pick up a call at 2 a.m. Like, I'm asleep. Like, it's a number I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So the next day, I wake up, I see the number again. I go onto Facebook, Tinuke, send me a message like, oh, it's, um, is Idris at your place? Not Idris. 
Apparently, he told her about, oh, he knows me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, oh, is it just at your place? I'm like, you know, is it just at your place? Because I'm pregnant for him. Hmm. I'm five months pregnant. Ha. Me? I've never encountered such a counter. Me, a whole woman, somebody say, this is like some love and hip hop. You know what okay. I mean? Like some crazy stuff. I'm pregnant for him and, you know, he's not being home. Can I can this and this, this and that? I'm like, baby girl, you can have him. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Yeah, because I'm just like, you know, we were never in a relationship. We was never, you know, it was right. like we're good friends that fancy each other. And, you know, when you ask someone, you we enjoy flirt, it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, but it's just like, damn. So he did tell me that he had someone that was expecting for him. Let alone, for five months? That's let alone that day he lives with the Tinuke girl. Damn. And I used to drop, in at, drop him off at his apartment. Think that's his apartment. But it's the girl's apartment. Hmm. Can you imagine? Men are homosexuals. Ah. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. As a pregnant woman, I'm just like, you know, I can imagine, then I wasn't pregnant. So I, I can imagine being pregnant, like, you know, person you're pregnant for, you, you're vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And they're not there and they're doing this and that. I'm like, baby girl, have him, sorry, blah, blah, blah. It ended there. And of course, I approached him like, you bogus as hell. You lied. You right. He was like, well, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you. That whole not tell, I lied by, I, by omission. The omission of information. It's That's nonsense. A it's a lie. Because you know, especially when you mention her name, because you know when they mention somebody's name, you said you asked me to do I know Tinika. You went to see if we're deep friends. Like how deep was the connection? Like should I bring it up or not? You knew that we had the connection of school. Okay. So it was like, oh, do y'all know each other for real? So fast forward, that whole situation, I like, kind of backed off. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't be cool with you no more. That whole situation, I knew she was on my IG page. Like, because she would comment on stuff. Like, she never used to comment on my stuff, though. So All she would comment. Sudden, I hate when girls be trying to build a connection. Mm-hmm. I, okay. So when I got pregnant, and I posted it, and she was like, oh, congratulations. Send me your mailing address. I can mail you a gift. Really? She's trying to say, thank you for proving to me that you don't want my man. Thank you for, for being gone. You're pregnant. Let me send you a gift. I yeah. didn't respond because I'm like, I don't want to get from you. No hate, no nothing. But I just kind of knew, like, I know how girls can be. Yeah. So, again, this was two years ago. So, every now and then, the guy would, you know, DM me like, oh, congratulations or happy new year, Merry Christmas, happy birthday, those type of conversation. So, as of recent, it's been a little bit more communication because I'm like, I didn't, I'm over it, I'm not mad at it, whatever. We don't see each other. I don't plan on seeing you, whatever. Um, he did ask me, because I've mentioned on podcast that I'm single now. Um, he did ask me like, oh, so, you know, are you this? I'm like, I'm not, you know, we're co- I'm co-parenting whatever. Because I'm like, I have no reason to lie about it anymore because I feel like for a while right. I was like trying to cover it. But I have no reason to lie. Like, and who is he for me to be? Whatever. To lie too. Exactly. So he, I noticed that he was trying to chat more, chat more regularly. I'll respond when I can, whatever. Before you know it, the girl followed me on social media again. Mm. Mind you, she's off, she unfollowed me after this whole, what, after I watched she unfollowed me. So now she Even on Facebook, her. she unfollowed me. Damn, she was mad. Yeah, she unfollowed me. I feel like you go to Facebook, you mad. Yes, I know, right? Because Facebook one was like, you know, this is... Like, this, we family. This is Genesis now, it's Facebook. I mean, who is, on Gen- who, who is on Facebook? Who, you know what I mean? She unfollowed me, so I'm like... He asked me, like, can we meet for lunch? I'm like, mm. For what? I'm like, lunch is nice, but I'm really, like, I don't think, I'm hesitant regarding the whole situation. Yeah, because of everything that's I'm attached like, to exactly. it. Exactly. I'm like, I don't have, and I'm like, mm. I'm like, are you still living with her or not? Whoa. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know? The girl now followed me on social media. Oma, when she followed me, I blocked her. I blocked her because I'm like, I don't want no troubles. Exactly. I don't want you spying because I'm like, what is the coincidence of you now following me now? Like, wh- wh- what does that mean? Why are you following me now of all times? Why are you following me now that he's texting, not texting, but DM you on regular? Right. Now he's, he said he doesn't live with her, but I feel like 
He lying. They communicate enough. They probably together. Maybe maybe she kicked him out. She mad at him. But they probably still got something going she, on. She probably got access to his iPad. You know, motherfuckers be logging into people's stuff. You know what no, I'm saying? No, for real. She probably see whatever, whatever. You know, I should yeah. not be letting you know, oh, this person like this person's stuff. Whatever. Okay. Like, who knows? I blocked her and I blocked him. I was like, hey, she following me now. I don't see that as a coincidence. I'm going to block both of you because I don't, I don't even have baby mama, baby daddy drama in my life. And I'm going through some stuff. I'm like, I don't need additional problems. Yeah. And nigga, you hear you hear crazy stories of women going cuckoo. No, like, for real. Women are. She's a sweet girl, as I know her. But women are territorial. Women can be crazy. Listen, I got a baby now. I ain't got time before there's someone will come out pour acid on me. I'm sorry. That's a Nigerian. That's a Nigerian thing too. People be pouring acid. At me. That's a London and Nigerian thing. Yeah. For sure. And I'm just like, I don't want much come out. Mm-hmm. I don't want wahala. So tell me why he now texts me. Mind you, he's not texted me in two years. I'm like, you still got my number, G? He's like, I, you know, like, um, I'm sorry. It's, it's a coincidence. I never mentioned her, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay. He's like, but I still want to meet for lunch. I'm like, what's the purpose of lunch? Like, what, what would be the purpose? Yeah, what do you want to meet for? He was like, um, you know, for closure because, you know, you're a really good friend of mine. I need closure. Girl, I don't need no closure. He's like, you're a really good friend of mine, and I feel like that was taken away from me, or like I let it kind of go away, and da 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 whatever, whatever. My dear, I didn't respond. He even texted me today again, saying good evening. So my question is, what should I do, people? What is your suggestion? Should I text him? Should I go to lunch with him to hear him out? You know, am I being like... Because for me, I also like pride myself on being like a solid woman. I've never been the type of woman to be okay with dealing with a man who has a woman or being a, a side chick or... what. I, I don't like... You know, I just mm-hmm. don't like to deal in those type of situations. Like, if you're with me, gee, you are with me. It's one thing if you're cheating. That's a different thing that I don't know about. But to normally be involved with somebody when they have some... Situationships, I don't like it. Is it an involvement? No, right now it would not. But I'm just, but I, I don't know. It's no, it wouldn't be an involvement right now because I'm not interested in being involved with him. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Want it? But with that type of drama, I mean, honestly, if you don't want the drama, I would just explain to him like. You know, honestly, I think I'm good. I have the closure I need. Mm-hmm. I would just say, right, yeah, I think I have the closure I need. But, you know, if you need closure, I think that everything is cool between us. You know, we just found different paths in life. Yeah. That's his closure. Because I don't know if because I told him I'm single, so he now feels more comfortable on some, like... Yeah, for sure. That is why. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That is why. Because he feels like, oh, okay, we in the same situation. We gonna understand each other. Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we're not in the same situation. We're not. And it's just like, the closure you need, I already received that. I hope you get closure from this conversation right here. Yeah. This is the closure. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna meet with you and say much different than this. Like, what what would be the purpose of meeting? Are you going, if for meeting, are we going to Nobu? Are you paying? Are you paying for dinner? I'm sorry. You know, like, okay, what am I benefiting? You know, are you going to pay for dinner? Is this some experience? So I'm like, okay, me too. Let me get out of the house. Yeah. It's not. Like, I know it's not. If we meet, we probably going to, what, Olive Garden. One of those. Damn. No, like, I'm I'm not even, like, trying to be bogus, but it's one of those, like, you know, like, oh, let's grab a bite. Let's grab a sandwich. Yeah, he probably going to take you to gyms. Damn. Nah, nah, that's bogus. You can't even sit down in the gym. <laughs> you know, probably gonna, but it's like, I know I'm gonna pay for my stuff, you know, and not yeah. saying like, oh, but it's just like, what will be the benefit? What will be the purpose? It's no purpose. I don't it's need no it. It's no purpose. I just would say like, yeah, you know, this is the closure. You know, what do you need closure from? From we were in a relationship. What do you need closure from? And I don't know. I guess he's. I guess he valued our friendship. No I'm closure like, for them mean like I'm trying to figure out if this is the opportunity to crack that I missed, or mm-hmm. you know, is it still something there? That's what he's trying to say. Yeah, I, I'm. 
Exactly. Okay. And I'm also trying to get out of this phase of like being so nice to those who may not even deserve that niceness. Yeah, it's like for what? Because I'm like I'd be so nice and so understanding, and I'm just like people take it for granted. They think they can just roll over you. Come in, come out of my life. Yeah, and I'm just I'm trying to be nice to my people. I had someone call me passive aggressive a few weeks ago. Someone that I'm actually really close to, and I'm just like, no motherfucker. I just want to take the time to calm down and not crush you out of the moment. You get what I'm saying? And then come back and say, this is how I feel. But because I didn't really curse you out when we were on the phone, you said I'm being passive-aggressive. Um, you know, and I'm also learning is that, you know what? You do have to be aggressive to some motherfuckers. You, you actually do. No, it's just like in Especially life. Especially men, you have to be aggressive. In life, like, this is the thing I'm learning. Diplomacy is not for every situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Save, save professionalism and diplomacy where it's needed. Gee, and that'd be me. I'd be 24-7 diplom- like, diplomatic. Yeah, some shit just, this is a hood situation. We got to be hood. Mm-hmm. This is a rough neck situation. Me too. I'm rough at the neck. Okay. I'm hey Billy and everything, bitch. And that's what it is. Yep. And it's just like, the, I, me too, I have to learn that too. Because it's like, sometimes you find yourself trying to do go high it's like, this is a low-ass road. You low. You coming at me, G. Okay. This is <laughs> low-wacker. This low-wacker. It's not even high at all. So, yeah, we got to we gotta navigate down there. You got to protect your peace, protect your energy. Um, Somebody was telling me, like, you have to understand, like, you're an experience. People enjoy you. You're a vibe, whatever, whatever. And people want to do anything to, like, get that. And it's like, Facts. no, you don't share that with any, anybody Facts. and everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you right, girl. So... Yeah, I'll probably I'll just let him know because he did text me today. I'm like, hey, listen, um, I don't need closure, but if you need closure, I'm not mad. I'm really not mad. It is what it is. Thank God, yeah. I didn't. You know, we didn't have intercourse. You're not the father of my child. Yeah, you know, you know things that are like, oh, maybe create serious attachments. I don't have it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, Mm-mm. no. No, maybe when you get to another level, maybe where I can benefit, maybe it's a business deal or so. It's like, we don't even know each other like that, G. You're trying to make it seem like we know each other deeper. And that be the thing. It's like, men do be trying to make it seem like we have a deeper relationship. It's like, like if we you knew each other for the it. phase of life that we knew each other. And that, that really was over. It. It, and it is over. Like, facts. That's just the and phase And you messed over. it up. You the one who made it over. You messed it up. Like, and that's it. We can't go back in over. time. Yeah. Like, Period. But yeah, girl, that was my little story time, my little tea of the day. I'm like, let me try and be a little uh, more honest and give some tea to, you know, to our listeners. Um, but yeah, let's get into the actual topics. So, you guys, um, we always like to get some of this uh, more unfortunate news out the way. When we want to send a rest in peace, there's a couple people that passed in between the time that we um, recorded. One of those people's Kirstie Alley. Oh my God. You know, child, childhood actress. She was on Cheers. Look Who's Talking Now. Look who's, I remember her from Look Who's Talking um, Now. The Tooth Fairy, which was a Disney mm-hmm. movie where she played the Tooth Fairy. Kirstie Alley has a lot of. She was what, 70? 70, 70 something. I think she was. It's like 75, something like that. But um, she was battling cancer. Yeah, she um, lost the battle with cancer. Um, and it's just it's really unfortunate. I know she had moments. Where maybe some of um, some racism or absolutely because all of those came out with her and even when she was talking about her parents. I don't know if you yes. saw that too. Um, a lot of that came out, but I, you know what I'm trying to get into the habit of honoring people without bringing up their shortcomings. Okay, I think that's that's a that's a millennial habit. Mm-hmm. It's something that the millennials created. Does it depend on the type of shortcoming? 
Yes and no, but I feel like if they live their whole career without that shortcoming coming up, why bring it up now? Okay, that's a good point. That's you know, a very I, I good point. I think that's the 2022 thing. Like, the Queen of England died. We don't know this lady is the Queen of England. She's been the Queen of England our whole lives. Gee, for 80 years. <laughs> and now you want to bring up colonialism, this, that, and the other. Yeah. I beg. That's even before your time. Sheesh. Damn. Like, Damn. <coughs> but um, but I think it's also a good and bad thing too. It is a good and bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think so. It's also it has its purposes of doing it. But recipes to her. Recipes to her. But, but also, um, Stephen Twitch boss. You know, he was like the choreographer choreographer of um Ellen on the show. He was the DJ. But he started off as her choreographer. Did he? Yeah. Choreographing what? Cause you know she likes to be doing. I don't know if you watch Ellen's show, but she sometimes every now and then she likes to do little dances. You know, little stuff oh, for the show. That what that's what. Cause he was so you think he could dance. Yeah, he was also you think so. He could that's dance. how she met him. Cause mm. she was trying to do like a little dance for her show and they introduced oh. him to her. So he went to her house to teach her how to dance and do a little choreography, whatever. Oh. And from there, then he was on the show for multiple years and became the DJ. Exactly. I, I remember. Um, I really became familiar with him when Ellen took her little sabbatical when everybody was accusing mm-hmm. her of being a bitch. And ah, that didn't happen. That, that was what happened. And he was hosting the show for yeah. a little bit. So that's when I was like, oh. And if you keep in mind, he did used to dance on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's when I really, really became very familiar with him. So, yeah, continue, Eric, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so he passed away by suicide. He shot himself in a hotel. He's 40 years old. He has three kids. He just recently um, celebrated, like, a few days ago, their ninth year um, anniversary. anniversary. It's so sad. I think their youngest is, like, three years old. And they're actually in the talks of having another baby. Ooh. I cannot imagine how the wife feels. Yeah. They say he left a note, and I guess the note is, like, referencing things that he's been dealing with, you know, for a long time in his past. But it just shows, like, you know, him and his wife, they post often. Yeah. Of them dancing, they're happy, jolly, you know, doing choreography with the kids. And it's like, you just never know. Like, you see someone happy, they could smile on your face, and you feel like the smile is so genuine, and they have the biggest laugh in the room, but they're dealing with so much shit. It definitely feels like just, I mean, I don't know, but to see it, see the, because you know, I went back and looked at his social media, mm-hmm. to see the posts of, oh, we dance and we promote, and you know, regular influencer shit, mm-hmm. then to see them celebrate their ninth year, mm-hmm. and he too, he was very much like, oh, I love you, baby, da, 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 all of that, and then the next thing, two days, two, three days later, was three, the three suicide, days. and crazy. it was like, who knows what to think. I can't imagine how she feels. You imagine having a partner that you sleep with every day, that is in a house with you every day, and, and you did not know that they was depressed like that. They were suicidal. You yeah. know your partner is depressed, but suicidal. I, I can't even imagine like waking up as her, because I feel like I would like. Because I feel like that would also give you like. That's, I feel like you would be on me because I'm your wife, and I feel like, like I how did I that. miss it? Yeah, and, and, like oh, did I? Was and I? And I'm not making you happy. Exactly. I'm not giving you a reason to live. Exactly. Me and my children. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds like some type. Of, it sounds self-centered to say like, oh damn, we not enough for you. But it's like. Just as a wife and as a woman, you would feel that. You would carry that. No matter what, you know, I want to ask this question. Because people do say that people who commit suicide are selfish, right? Because you're suffering in the sense that you're leaving behind those who really love you. And also, like, the statement you just made is, like, how dare you leave? You know, why? You know, this person was so uh, depressed and, like, I didn't see it as a self-centered, selfish thing. But it's like, do you think those, do you think it's a selfish act to commit suicide? No. I think the word selfish is misused. I think what... 
the real word is just that it is self-inflicted. You know what I mean? Because it is what that that is. I think it's one of those things that it's a unilateral decision. You know, when um, when people decide to commit suicide, they're not thinking of anybody else. And I mm-hmm. guess maybe that's why they call it selfish. Mm-hmm. But I think the real word is it's just unilateral. Like maybe it's for your life. It's yeah for the for for that moment in their life, they're not making the decision based on everybody they love and know. They're making decision based on how they feel. And, and they probably like let me not burden you with my problem. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty tough because I do have a personal experience with the whole suicide thing. Because I'm not gonna have moments where I feel like, damn, it is selfish. Like you didn't think about the pain that you're leaving behind. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it's it's super tough, and, and I think sometimes even the the means of suicide sometimes also kind of make That's it brutal or not as brutal. Like if you you know overdose on pills, it's like okay, but you shot yourself. It just feels so like it was planned. He went to a hotel room. It, it was a very, so bro. And he so wrote brutal. a no. It was like. Did you like know you that young. three days after our anniversary, you was going to do this? Exactly. Were you holding on to our next anniversary? To sell it? Like, it just leaves a lot of unanswered questions, no matter if you leave a note, no matter you what don't, the situation yeah, exactly. is. Um, but it's very unfortunate. And I think I see a lot of black men saying, like, you don't know what black men go through, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. And I just urge black men to, like, I think that black men don't try to open up to black women, and that's all we hear. And this is the fight that we fight sometimes, you know. Not this is not to even be shady because his wife, his wife was white mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think that this is why black women are here, so that we can hear you. He still got his parents. His parents are. Yeah, alive. and just to be like, you know, lean on us. Mm-hmm. Like all these little internet conversations about whatever we have and all, it's jokes. And I really want black men to understand that, like the whatever you see on the internet, however we argue on the internet, it's jokes. It's not real. And we, men, we support black men, and we want them to know they can be open with us. And you know, men co- commit suicide more than women do. Yeah. There are higher rates of men who do. So, you know, we're you know as much shit we may talk about men, just men in general, not even black, white, whatever, but just in men in general, we do love you men. Whether you're a white listener, Hispanic listener, like we do love and value you and your life. Whoever is in your life, please talk to them, seek help, therapy, whatever. Because we all have had moments that we're down. We're like, I don't think I want to be here anymore. Like, sometimes I'd be like, I want the earth to swallow me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. just like, I, like just, can this just end? You know, but like, people that do actually make that step, it's like, please do seek the help that you, that, that you know, that is available. Talk to people, pray, whatever it is that you do. You are not alone, please. Um, and rest to peace to him. And we just pray for comfort and peace to his wife, kids, to his parents, his mother. I can't imagine how his parents feel yes, as a kids, parent. You're not supposed to bury your child, you know. Um, man, it was so unexpected. It just, it sucks. It really sucks. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, moving on to some other news. So, you know, we have all talked about Brittany Griner for some time now and everything that's been going on. But if you're a little unfamiliar with the Brittany Griner story, Brittany Griner is a WNBA player who plays in Russia. And about maybe nine, ten months ago, she was apprehended in a Russian prison um, for her use of a marijuana vape. So, we have been going back and forth for a couple of months about, you know, Brittany Griner's release and everything about that. And this week, she was finally released from prison. Brittany Griner was released from prison with the, um, in an exchange with the Merchant of Death, who is an armed dealer from Russia. So, essentially, what happened is that America 
exchange Britney Griner for Russia's Merchant of Death. One of the biggest criminal. Yeah. One of the biggest criminal. Really? So there's been a lot of conversations. Was this that plan all along? On social media about was this a good trade? Ah, this was a horrible. From basketball player to merchant of death. Now, I will say this. I will add this caveat. The merchant of death has already served about 13 years on a 15-year sentence. He was about to get out maybe within a year or two. Mm. So, does that change people's ideas around it? Think by the name alone, merchant of death. Pretty. Brit- Come on now, merchant of death. Let's Even that 15 years sounds small. Yeah. It's if your name is Merchant of Death, Kilo Day, that 15 years doesn't even sound it, it sound enough. But it's like for that to be an exchange, for me, because we all know, like, what is over a vape pen? Marijuana yeah. vape pen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The crime is so, like, it's small. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that different countries, they do have their own different rules and regulations. Even yeah. in America, we now, now, maybe we deem something before. small. Exactly. You know, compared to other countries, but it's just like, uh, I think this was, you know, this was a major political thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, who? She's American. We got, we got some American. She's American. Person. She's a lesbian. She's, she's a woman. She's a basketball a, player she's too. Black. American love basketball too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, we gonna take this opportunity. You know, and that's what it felt like. She was a scapegoat. I think as soon as the case became public news, it became something Russia could use. Of course, because I think had this not hit the the public. She wouldn't have been traded for the merchant of death. No. That wouldn't have been an equivalent trade whatsoever. No. I still don't think it's an equivalent trade. It's not. Um, but I you know, and I don't say this I am happy the girl is able to be home. Mm-hmm. Well, a woman is able to be home with her family, with her wife, mm-hmm. with everybody. Because it, it really was a messed up situation. Yeah. She was there for what, eight, nine months? Yeah. But I'm also hoping that America maybe added more to the trade that we don't know. If it was some diplomatic. It's community, quite possible. Or whatever, because maybe all we know is that. That's all they told us. It may be some stuff that we have no idea about. And that's what I'm hoping for, because I'm hoping that they didn't feel that that was a good enough trade. And, you know, I think this also should be a lesson to athletes, too, when you travel abroad. You know what I'm saying? Respect the cultures. Re- listen, respect yourself, respect the your culture. Don't don't think, oh, I'm an athlete, I could do whatever. No, you, you in a different cult- country, different culture, different rules, different laws, different whatever. You don't know how it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's unfortunate, especially as minorities, it's like all over the world, wherever we go as black people, we are the scapegoats. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. So it's like you you need to be very, very, very careful. Um, this actually brings me to the journalist. Um, his name is Wall. He passed away at the age of 48 while covering the World Cup. So he was, you know, the World Cup was in Qatar or is in Qatar. What's his name? You said Wall. That's his last name. W-A-H-L. Oh. Wall. Mm. Um, I think it's Stephen Wall. I'm not sure mm. what the first name is. Um, but he was the one, he was the one who um, went viral because he wore like the rainbow um, gay flag in his shirt, on his shirt. Like for gay pride, right? Yes. And people are against him because he's like, okay, in this country, this is not part of our culture. We do not accept this. Yeah. So now, randomly, this man just passed away. Yeah. At 48. And his brother went online, like I think on TikTok or so, and he said that, you know, my brother wore the gay um, pride flag because of me. Because my brother is a gay, but I am the one that's gay. He did it, you know, for me. To honor me. To honor me. So now it's just like he died, and, you know, there's speculation saying, like, okay, was this man poison? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
He's a healthier 48-year-old man. If he was and his sick, name is Grant Wall. Grant Wall, okay. If he was sick, he would not go, you know, abroad, do yeah. an international journalism, you know, job. He wouldn't. Um, and it's like, was he killed? What do you think? Now, I will say this. Qatar is, uh, I mean, yeah, Qatar. It is Qatar, yeah. Is a country where it's not known to be as liberal and progressive. It's a strict country. As yeah. America. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a, a world-renowned sports journalist. Mm-hmm. It's tough to say. Because there is such thing as, like, natural occurrence. Mm-hmm. Where people just have heart attacks. Mm-hmm. People just have cardiac arrest. It happens. You know, at 48, it seems young, but it's not unheard of. Mm-hmm. However, also, we do know that Qatar is a very strict place. This strict enough, remember they're not, this is the same story we reported that they weren't selling any alcoholic beverages during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might have found offense to the shirt. Like you American were or not, but you know we don't support that here. And they might have found offense to the shirt and whoever might have done whatever. I, I do think that it's possible. It's not, I don't rule it out. Mm-hmm. I don't rule it out that he might have been targeted and harmed. So they said he died of an ascendant aortic aneurysm. You view um, the cause of death, a burst blood vessel. That's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. His body and belongings were flown back to New York City on Monday when autopsy was performed. Um, there's no amount of CPR or shock that would have brought him back, would have saved him. His death was not related to covid um, his death was unrelated to vaccination status. There was nothing nefarious about his death. Um, the 48-year-old collapsed during the game, during the game at the press tribune inside the Lucille Stadium. Paradem- um, paramedics rushed to perform emergency care, and after about 30 minutes, he was taken to a local hospital. Um, for me, it makes me question because you know, all over the world, people do not like Americans yes. in general because of the fact that Americans are arrogant. They think the world, you know, evolves around them. It's like their culture is everyone's culture. And you know, people were saying like, you know, with when he posted that picture of him wearing like the flag, people the were like, pride, yeah, people are like, um, yeah, that's what you do in your Western world, but we don't do this in our country. So now back to you know even with conversation about Britney, do you think was he wrong for wearing the fr- the flag? Should he yeah. have been more cautious? You know what I'm saying? Is you know like yeah? I mean, God bless the dead. You know he did, so I don't want to sound rude, but I think he kind of was. I think that that is the thing. Like when you go somewhere, that's what the, that's why the saying "When in Rome, do as the Romans," mm-hmm. because it's like. You know, America is America, but you can't go to other countries no, who have their own laws and try to impose your American views. I, you know what I mean? Like, if you ain't trying to go down as a freedom fighter, then don't do freedom fighter shit. Because that's what it is. Like, if you want to go down as a freedom fighter, then know that you have an uphill battle and fight that battle. But it's not for you to start changing the, the norms of a country. It wasn't even the right moment. You know what I mean? Like, like if he wanted to wear the shirt, clearly it was a custom-made shirt, whatever, then, you know, I think cool, whatever. But you know it's not a, like, everybody, every country does not have a Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, people should stop moving around in different countries. Like, it's my right to... No, it's not. It's like if you go to Dubai or you go to certain um, Arab countries, as women, we have to cover our hair. Mm-hmm. Or they will stone you. No, literally. They'll be like, why are you not covering... You're exposing your body. Or it's certain, like Qatar, you cannot do public display of affection. You can't be kissing somebody publicly. You yes. can't... You just, you just cannot. If you do, you are arrested. Yeah. Even in certain African countries, you cannot dress a certain way. Women who dress where you're showing hella cleavage, hella party, buddies, you'll be arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like countries like... I think like Kenya or some places too, I saw it's like, you hear women are being arrested. Yeah. For how, how they dress. And like, yeah, we may not agree with it because we're in a Western world and we're like, well, more liberal, like, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of whatever, freedom of this and that. But it's just like, it's very sad that he died, but it's just, you know... If you're going to a different country, a different culture, you yeah. got to be very careful. You, yeah. you have to adhere to their rules. If you want to be there, you have to. You have to. And you're not, at, you're not even in the position. If you're not a government official, you know, this is not no political whatever. You're not in a position to try and say, oh, let me be the one of change to make change. Exactly. No. So it's like, yes, man, so rest in peace. Yeah. I really hope he wasn't killed and it was just I know. a natural occurrence. But I do think there is a lesson that we learned from all of that. Like, you know, when you go to a country, all these people, everybody that travel, make sure that the, the rules of that country are understood. Period. Know so, what it is. Don't just go to any country, please. All right. So transitioning, let's talk about... Diddy. <laughs> all right, you all. So, Diddy, Diddy, Diddy. So, as you all know, Diddy, D dating all type of different women. He's dating mm-hmm. Miami. He dating this Blasian girl. He dating, evidently, there's this new model chick that he's spotted out with. But this week, it came out that Diddy birthed or, you know, has fathered a new baby girl. Mm. To a 28-year-old, she's like a data analysis. You know, she's one of those. So he has a new baby girl. Um, Obviously, that caused a lot of drama and controversy because we all know him in Miami are going to get real bad. So it's just been a thing. So it just makes me think, though, Diddy's what, 52, 53? Definitely in his 50s. He's for sure in his 50s. I think he's like 52. And, you know, a lot of these women that he's dating is like 28, 27, mm-hmm. 25. One question I want to ask is like, do you think this is a level of pedophilia? Hmm. Damn. That was a very good question. The women that he's dating, that because they're there, they're 20s. Mm-hmm. He well over 20 years older. I'll say yes or no. The reason why I say yes or no because me grew up in an African background, I saw that a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's not on a common thing you see a chief, an older man date a woman who is much younger. You know what I'm saying? Um, typically, when I associate, when I think about pedophilia, I think of child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think of a child, a baby, toddler, child, teenager. You know, before I would say before the age of 21, I'm like, okay, pedophilia. You know what I'm saying? That's my immediate reaction. Which is why I say yes or no. Um, and it's very common, right? From the beginning of time, you see a lot of older men who date very young, who date younger women, um, for whatever different reasons, whether they want young women to, to bear their children because they're young, they able to bear their children, uh, young for their own personal entertainment, whatever. Um, so I'll say yes and no in that sense, but you know, 
if it's something that you see that he mainly only dates young women, like that's the habit he has, it does make you question, like, what the heck is that about? You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, I'm like, the only older woman he dated was Kim that passed away. Well, a woman his own age because he dated her when they was young. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think, I believe it's a level of pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so y'all know I love, well, y'all might not know, but I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Girl, he be dating little girls. And that's what I was going to. Leonardo DiCaprio is my one of my favorite, if not my favorite actor in the whole world. And it is. Almost common knowledge that he da- he has like a twenty five year old rule. Girl. As soon as a girl hits twenty five, he stops dating them. And that case now for me, I'm like that's pedophilia. I'm sorry, but I think it's also pedophilia in Diddy's case. And even when you said the African man is common, mm-hmm. I've always I think I've said it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. I've always considered it a form of pedophilia. Mm. It may not be the same pedophilia that we align with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. but it, to me, it's a form. Because at the end of the day, if there is an age gap that is more than 10 years, mm-hmm. what can you all have to talk about? Huh? What can you all have to re- really relate on if not part of that foundation being physical? I think, you know, it also sometimes the the time period of the age gap matters. You know what I'm saying? So a 50-year-old... does. You know what I mean? So like a 58-year-old with a 32-year-old may not be seen so much as pedophilia. If you because think Because she seemed 32, but it's still weird. Ex- of course yeah. it is weird, but it's like at that point, you're like, oh, she's in her 30s, but it's still like the same amount of age gap, though. You know what I'm saying? So like, would you still say that's pedophilia? Because you're like, oh, she's, so she's in her 30s. So I mean, they have things in common, but obviously, as time goes by, the older, the older he gets, you will see like that age gap shows. Mm-hmm. Because even with Karen Huga yes. on Real House of Potomac, her husband is 20 years older than her. So, like, when during their prime, it was cool. Like, I'm with an older man. I like it. Fine. I like older man, too. I ain't even going to start on you, G. I don't like, I like 20 plus. I no. like older man. No, 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 no. Not 20 plus. The most I can do is eight years. Eight years is the most for me personally because I've done seven years. So, the, eight, the most I can do is eight years. Um, but eventually, it does show. My parents, the age gap is 10 years. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think the older my dad got, then he was like, I don't want to party. Anymore. My mom's like, girl, I still want to go to parties. You know what I'm saying? So the age gap started to show. It starts to show. Um, so I think, you you know, like certain ages, is like, oh, she's in the 30s. It doesn't sound like pedophilia because all like you be saying, people like Mel Gibson. Yeah. They, yeah, because he's that man in his 70s. His wife is 30-something years old. Maybe That's early, pedophilia. Maybe early 40s. That's weird. So it definitely is weird. Um... Um, but that's why I'm like, I say yes or no, because like I saw men, old, you know, from like, it's, it's a certain age gap. I'm like, eh, but I think it's a, it's a shame. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Shame that he has a young child at the age of 53, not with yeah, a wife, not, not with, you know, a partner that you're with, even if you don't get married. Okay. Never, never everyone believes in marriage. Fine. But like with a stable partner. So it's like immediately you're just giving this child what, like you already have what he got a twin. He got a, he got three girls. He has Christian, he has Justin, he has Quincy. You have six kids already. Mm-hmm. What else are you looking for? Was it's just a one not night stand? cute. It really, really, really just is not cute at all. It's so unhealthy. It's really unhealthy. And it's just also like, what are you trying to do? I get it that you, yo, you're free, you dating, but it's very public. It's a lot of women. It's Are you in your prime? Now you're saying you're in your prime. It just what? isn't cute. Somebody was like, I feel like he had a new baby just so he can name his baby Love. No facts, though. Because that's what I thought, too. Because when I saw, oh, welcome a new baby, love, I'm like, oh, is this a joke? Or did he adopt this baby? Like, from where to where? So now we know that, you know, he's been with Carisha, young Miami, for a minute. And then 
um, at least for this most of this year. Yeah. And Carisha has been going back and forth with Gina, the his. The Blazian. Is, is bla- let's say Asian. Is she yeah, Blazian? She might be Asian. I don't see Blazian in it. You're right. Probably Asian. It's Filipino. It's more like Filipino. Because Filipino, you know, black men tend to go with the Filipino. Filipinos because they got a little bit more mm. color. <laughs> For me, they're a little bit more. They 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 tend to look more Blazian. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm trying to feel like what's the right like, word to use. I just want to say something else. But okay, they tend to look more Blazian, right? They don't look too Asian. Yeah, you know, um, and I'm not saying too Asian in a negative way, but I think black men tend to go for that type of aesthetic. Yeah, that's know? that. The Filipinos are the bad. Exactly. Um, so Gina, she definitely went on an interview with Tasha. You know, is it Tasha, Tasha K? Tasha K. Okay, I follow her now on TikTok. Oh wow, that's your bitch. Yeah, not really, but she looking be having a tea. I ain't even gonna stunt you. She do be having a, like she, she do be, be having a tea. She be interviewing people that you be like that needs to be interviewed. She's the one who gets them and interviews them. But anyway, she's an interview with that with her. Mind you, Gina's been in this man for a while, a while though. Exactly. For a while, like to the while he was still with Casey. Is it Casey or Cassie? Cassie. Cassie, yes. Damn. Like she was the main side chick to Cassie being the main. Damn, you know she's fighting Carisha like yes. I'm the main side she chick. She said the family also knew about her to the extent that even her daughter, just a three year old daughter at that time, her daughter calls Diddy Poppy. Oh, that's just his nickname, Poppy. Ah. Poppy, Poppy, whatever. That's what oh. three-year-old daughter. So mind you, she said that Poppy, okay, Didi, aka Love, was beating her. But he, she said that she would, he would beat the side of her head, not her face, not her body, Damn. but punch on the side of her head, so to not show any like Too marks, many whatever. And like there was a day that it happened almost in, basically in front of the daughter, and the daughter was like, "Poppy hit you." You know what I'm saying? Um. And she did say she was jealous of Cassie in the sense of, like, you know, she wasn't, like, the main bitch, whatever. The public girl. Exactly. Like, she gets to do stuff and go to shows mm-hmm. or work. Think about it. When Carisha was at that, what show? BT saying, Wars, I love you, Poppy. That's when she popped off. That's when it we just triggered her. Up. It You're triggered right. her. So I'm like, it, think about it. It triggered her. Low key. And so I'm just like, hmm. I... I I believe it, honestly, because a lot of this men, hip-hop men, this powerful men, they are really abusive. They intentionally, they know who to abuse. Because, yeah. you know, didn't he ain't finna beat Carisha. Hell no. He not, because she's powerful. She's she public. Carisha. She gonna, she a city girl. She gonna say, this motherfucker beat my ass. Okay. Heck no. She gonna fight his ass. Fuck you Okay, mean. she gonna cut him. Okay. But, like, girls like Gina, who are, like, thirsty to be in the limelight, thirsty, yeah. who's looking for a sugar daddy, who's looking for someone to take care of them, base. Where like their their looks is all they have. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, he's gonna beat someone like that because he's like, who you who's you gonna believe you? To a lot of people, exactly. He's gonna believe. He's gonna who's gonna listen to you? You go okay. She went to an interview. That interview didn't go viral. If then because I was on t- TikTok in the middle of the night, just scrolling through whatever. Yeah, you I wouldn't have it. seen it. Like it's not on the shade room. It's not even on spiritual Damn. spiritual world or Hollywood unlocked. Those Call alert, but, anything. It's not on there. You know, Damn. so for me, and you know, I remember, you know, I mentioned how I read um, Superhead's book, and uh-huh. she did kind of hint that Diddy is weird, that he may be gay, like he is, like he has some weird tendencies. He does have something with women, absolutely, and it's weird, absolutely. And then you have three girls. For me, I'm like, men. It's like, it's one thing if you do certain things at a certain age. It's like for me, I'm like, once you have a daughter, that should be a wake up call because, like, would you want your daughter to be treated this way? Would you? Yes and no. They say. Mm. Yes and no. But that's crazy. Diddy ain't shit. All right. So let's talk about the juicy, juicy, juicy. 
So finally, after about two years, we are finally at the Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez case. Mm-hmm. And it has been nothing but messy, mm-hmm. confusing, mm-hmm. complicated, and tumultuous ever since we started. Mm-hmm. So, let's begin. Let's get into it. So originally, we knew, um, if you didn't know the case, the case originally is that Megan Thee Stallion is suing Tory Lanez for allegedly shooting her after a party at Kylie Jenner's house. Mm-hmm. That's the nitty gritty of it. As this week has been proceeding, they finally have been able to go to trial, and we have been getting a lot of clips, a lot of tidbits, a lot of information coming from the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, things such as Tory Lanez telling her, dance, bitch, dance, as he shot at her. Things such as um, Tori basically saying, my name is Bennett and I'm not in it. It's just wrong place, wrong time. So, where should we even start with this? Girl, because at this point, it is just too much juice. It is just too much information. It's like what it is. Because what is it? Because, you know, now they're on trial. You right. know, they're in court. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Meg Thee Stallion, Tori, um, also... What's her name? Kelsey. 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 Um, so it's just different information out there, information that we didn't know, but we Loki did know at the same okay. time. You know what I'm saying? So basically, one of the main tea that was out there was that we know that he was like, they were all at Kylie's party. Yeah. That's the that's where it all started. And that both the girls were mad. Like, why is Tori flirting, flirting with, with Kylie? Kylie? What they whispering about? Why, what they kick, what are they kicking about? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Both girls are mad. Before you know it, uh, Meg was like, okay, let's go. I'm ready to go. Tori got his feelings, and I guess they said Meg was going in on Tori on, on, about his rap career, about him and blah, 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 whatever. I'm sure. And, you know, he was like, Kelsey, your friend is lying to you. She lying to you, you know, about, you know, she don't have your back. She ain't your real friend because she fucked me. Guess what? She fucked me. She fucked, was it on? The baby. The baby and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Like, she, she doing shit behind your back. She dirty. She don't care about you. That was the tea. Mind you, years ago, we did say that this is a little bit fishy, though. You know, we did say, like, we did. you know, their relationship is, you know, men cannot say that mm, there's no sexual energy between okay. them. But apparently, the low tea is that, I guess, um, Tori was originally with Kelsey. Okay. Or originally slept with Kelsey. And then behind Kelsey's back, He starts sleeping with Meg. Meg. Yeah, exactly. Starts sleeping with Meg. So that's where the beef was. But okay, as the night night proceeded, um, they were into it in the van or in the car. Meg was like, I want to get the car. I want to go. And boom, Tori, shaha, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, Kelsey get on the trial. The trial. She's like, I don't remember. I don't remember. I plead the fifth. I, I plead the fifth. She said the night was blurry. Alcohol was involved. It was a long time ago. I'm going through postpartum depression. I have a husband now. I don't remember. This thing was old news. That's what she's saying. So then it's like, were you subpoenaed to come? Because she's granted immunity. She has, she has immunity. That's what they say. But they were saying that like, even though you're granted immunity, it doesn't mean you cannot be in charge for perjury. Exactly. Because why are you point, lying? Because what's interesting is they're using all of their lives. So if you want to know all of them, everybody involved from um, from Kelsey to Tori has all been on social media to tell what is they believe is their part of the story. Mm-hmm. And those confessionals are being used in the court of law. Of course. Mind you, even Corey. Chris Jenna's boyfriend is testifying. No, nah, I'm like, what are you going to say? 
You know, it, it's quite funny because I'm like, why Kylie ain't testifying? Because Kylie ain't about to engage in that bullshit. Because she like this, 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 this is black business. This is some black ghetto business. I'm white. I'm white. She is not for engaging. I ain't bullshit. got shit to do. Because even when they're all linked up, we're like, why are they even linking up? I do remember us being like. It's not okay. some clout shit. It's not some like, oh, we young and sexy. And I think to me, this is a great example of as women, let's call Megan out as a woman. Mm. First of all, you had no business messing with your friend's friends. Like whoever your best friend is messing with, no go. I don't care if he a billionaire. I don't care if you knew him from before. The minute you and your friend and him start rocking together like that, it's over with. You could never mess with him like that. I think it shows that they were never real friends. But I they think, say best friend, best friend. I think it was one of those situations where, like, you know what? Girls become best friends out of, like, aesthetics. Like, we both mm. cute. We both got beauties. We both get True. attention. And, like, we low-key jealous of each other. Because it just sounded like a lot. It really was sounding like, wow. They both didn't. Because for me, like, you know, me and you know, I have a best friend that I'm not best friends with anymore. I had a mm. best friend. But, you know. If today something happened to her and I witnessed it, I would not, I would never say I don't remember. And to me, I would never say I ain't call the police and do all of that. Exactly. Like, I would never. To me, today, despite I whatever we fall out for. Yeah. All of the they trying to talk about, oh, we was in the peak of police brutality. Woo woo. That's bullshit. It is just all bullshit. People are saying that, you know, on. Um, Looking at the um, DNA, the gun residue, whatever. There was some gun residue on Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think people are saying, like, Kelsey was the one? Even the lawyers are saying, towards the lawyers are saying, Kelsey shot Meg. So, okay, think? so even up to today, to, to right now, some of the recent information that's come out is that um, there's no gun residue that matches DNA to Tory Lanez. However, the DNA from the gun shows that it was a female shooter. First of all, I didn't know that you could see if it was the gender of the shooter from DNA. I, I didn't know that. I think DNA, yeah, you can I didn't see. know that. Because so, when you think about when they dig up, like, fossils and old bodies, true. like mommies and all that kind of stuff, they could tell, like, oh, this was a female, this was a male. True. From the skeleton, from the DNA, yeah. True. So, yeah, well, that's what they said. So, this, this whole case is really looking fishy. Very. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of information that's not adding up, that's not making sense. But I do think that this is a valuable lesson, like I said, for Megan to, under, like, for women to just understand there is value in not sleeping with everybody. Mm. Not calling Meg a hoe, per se, but she had no business being with Tori. Because back to that point you were saying, you know, she went to an interview. She did an interview with um, Gail. With Gail. And even during this court case, she was saying, I don't know why my sex life matters in this. No, it does matter. It does because cause it's the origin of Because it. We, now, we need to know what the motive was. Yeah. we need. That's how court cases is. What is the motive? Why did this happen? Why what led to this, to this, to that? You know what I'm saying? What is A, B, C, D, E with all the way to Z? Because that matters because the way they said it is that everybody Kelsey slept with, man came and... Had sex with them and relations with them. Do you, right believe, after. do you believe that though? Do you think? Do you feel like Meg did that? Yes. Why I so? Did, I did come on here when she had her Carisha Please interview, mm-hmm. and I told y'all like, "Ooh, I'm cool on Meg. Mm. She's giving me vibes and relations that I'm like, mm, I can't, I can't move like that. Mm. That's not me. And I had no idea of all of this. She's mm. sleeping with somebody else, but something about how she spoke, her energy, everything that I was like. Mm, we different type of girls. Mm. I, I I don't I just feel like 
Megan don't understand that, you know, yeah, be a hot girl or whatever, but everything has a consequence in life. Every single thing in life has a consequence. Like, yeah, you be a hot girl, you started that brand, that model, whatever, whatever, but now look at it. Because now she's saying stuff like partisan, Fontaine, her boyfriend is embarrassed. And I'm just like, how you talking about he embarrassed? He ain't know that you was like that. This case happened before they got together. That's what I'm saying. He ain't know that you was like that. It happened before they got together. Is he just now finding out that you like that? Sorry. Because it's like, you know, people like to say, oh, what I post on my social media, don't judge me off it. I'm only showing a little part, part of my life. But, okay, sure, that's fine and dandy, but that little part also tells a big story. Yeah, so to you me. You know what I'm saying? We saw her drunk on social media, you know, driving the boat. At first, she was like, uh-huh, okay, she turned out fun, yeah. whatever, because, you know, we all young, whatever. But after a while, I was like. <coughs> she driving the boat every day. <laughs> every day. And you driving the boat, not on some wine that we drinking right now, but it's on some. Hennessy. Like, she going crazy off the cognac. No, like, strong. Heavy. Going, going crazy off the and cognac. And the fact that you, you shaking your ass that you having strangers smack your booty, too. A- ain't no way, G. Come on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, again, I want us to say this, that we're not saying that her behavior is an excuse or a reason for us to get shot. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless, we do not support violence. She should, did not. She should, deserved to get she shot. She should not have gone shot no matter what. Do you think Tori shot her or do you think Kelsey shot her? Now, this is the million-dollar question. Do you think both? Kelsey or Tori? Girl, honestly, the way it sounds, it almost sounds like Kelsey had more motive to shoot the girl. Mm. Almost, because it's like Kelsey was more irritated mm. from everything, from all the men she had So you think it was with. Kelsey's gun or Tori's gun? I think it was Tori's gun, but it might have been Kelsey that shot So it. she pulled his gun and was like, I'm going to shoot this yeah, bitch. Now you dance, it. bitch. People do. I mean, that whole dance bitch, we don't know. That dance bitch dance or whatever they saying, they saying that that's speculation and never came up. But it could be. It could have been Tori's gun. She pulled it because they was arguing. And she was like, bitch, you stay fucking all the niggas that I'm fucking with you. Oh, you jealous pow, of pow, me. Pow, pow, pow. Fuck you. Fuck you. But I feel like that would have been what would have been said immediately that happened. Who knows? Because why? 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 If there was that much beef between them or, like, negativity or low-key gen- jealousy, which we know it was between them. She but like, might have not wanted it to come out, Megan. Because think about it. Because if she, if she talk about what's the beef between her, she got to admit that she slept with all these mm-hmm. niggas in the industry immediately. Because mm-hmm. at the time, Megan, well, how old was she? Not how old, but how new was she to the industry? She was just To she those just type scared. of men. Yeah. We talking about Ben Simmons, the baby, and who she with? Tory Lane. So it's mm-hmm. like, they're not top-ass quality men, but it's like they industry dudes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you got into the industry, you was having fun with your industry dudes. She sure was. Which, again, you know, we don't judge, but it has a consequence. It does have a consequence. Like, you got to be careful where you sleep at, who you sleep with. Like, especially as women, no matter how much you want to say, oh, we sexually liberal, whatever. But it's just like, society is not for that for us. At all. Does that make sense? At all. And it's like, it's one thing if you're sexually liberal, but it's another thing if you're also loose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference with, you know, with those two. Yes. If you're loose, you out here, and then you're also that type of girl where it's like, 
you know, you taking your friend's man and you doing, you know, shit on her dirty. Yeah, once you start doing all that, I can't respect you. Now, to be honest, I still think Tori Shaha. I do not think Kelsey Shaha. You I think, think it was maybe, Tori? Yes, I think that Kelsey may have grabbed the gun as to why there's residue on her hand. But I do still think that it was Tori that Shaha because Tori is still doing the most. No, because Tori is a hot hand. He, he is doing the most. And even with him bringing his five-year-old son that we didn't know he had... I'm after, I I knew he had a child, but I'm thinking it's a one year old, two year old okay. child. Not a five year, a whole. He's he not even a toddler. I did not know he had a kindergarten. He not exactly. He's not even a toddler, really. Exactly. So at that point, and then even with some of the document documentation with what even Kelsey's saying is like, girl, he definitely offered her one million dollars. Facts. And I'm sure she got something. And even she, she sounds so finicky. And she finicky. got something. She, she got like, paid. She got I paid. I need a break. Ask my lawyer. How you tell the judge? The you, she she tell so the judge so. to talk to her lawyer. Who does that? That's what you tell the police. But you tell the judge to talk to your lawyer. No, yeah, it's just like, girl, you confused. You don't know what y'all doing, and that's scary. That to me is like, what did y'all do? And it's like before you know, after that situation, she got married. She had a child. It's like. Mm, to be exactly so it's like what did y'all do mm. what's the story what did y'all do because they fell out almost right after that whole situation yeah not long after it they fell out so it's not more than three months they fell out of you know it and it's like, i don't even think it was up to that but yeah and it's like we never know what the story was why did they fall out i mean evidently we now know that megan we be stealing know. her man I, yeah i think megan definitely slept with those men that she was for interested sure in. definitely for definitely, sure definitely um mm. I don't know, man, but I'm quite frankly, I'm ready for this case to be over because I'm like, okay, what's the result? Who's going to jail? If not jail, who's going? Who's doing probation? Who getting what? What? Just like, they will say, oh, maybe serve thirty days in jail, then five years for probation. For real, some nonsense like that. Um, let's see. So mm. let's talk about Glorilla and her assistant position. So you all know Glorilla. Glorilla is like the hottest new rapper around. She has his like um. FNF, fuck nigga free, and tomorrow too. So with part of her, you know, newfound success, um, I was listening to her on lip service, and she was basically talking about how, you know, she is fearless in in everything that she does. She was talking about... So fearless? Fearless. Like, she fearless in everything that she does. She was talking about, like, you know, she finally learned how to come and all these things. And then she was mm-hmm. also started talking about how she needs an assistant. So on social media, when she was talking about her assistant, she said that she wants to pay this assistant $550 a week. Mm-hmm. Now, the internet was not having it. She started naming all these perks about you fly with me, you get to do this with me, so on, so on, so forth. But people was like, bitch, that's not enough to make a livable wage in America in this climate. Mm-hmm. So what do we think about Glorilla's $550 a week for a, a personal assistant? Would you do it? Five fifty is twenty two hundred a month. That's pretty low. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not even gonna lie. With my, when I see work, my nine to five job, that's the amount I made it about every two weeks. every two weeks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So to say, but then again, okay, wait, remove taxes and health insurance, exactly. so maybe whatever. But it was around uh, maybe around eighteen hundred two thousand for every two weeks. So to say for a whole month, that's what she made. Because if in a month your rent, so let I even want us to break it down. No, twenty two hundred. No, that twenty two hundred ain't doing let's nothing. Let's say let's say your rent is at least twelve hundred. Because nowadays we know. Then you're left with one thousand, and then and you, you have to pay internet, other you bills, you have to pay heat, 
electricity, groceries. You're left with nothing. If and anything, you're left with three dollars. Yeah, and it's like at the end of the day, she tried to make it seem like it's so Glorilla made like a whole. She uh, made a video. She made a bunch of videos talking about like you know basically for the flight. why y'all need to be thankful to be her personal assistant. And in that video, she talked a lot about. You know, you she paying for everything. She paying for you to fly first class with her and eat and have fun and go to awards. And I just think that, like, Glorilla, you putting yourself in a predicament to get a groupie as a personal assistant. Because if your selling point for somebody working for you is that they get to basically so ride your coattails, then, baby, what do but, you But that, that's what comes with the job. If, if your job requires me to be where you need me to be, do you think I would have to be the one to play for a flight? No, you have to pay for it now. Exactly. Even with regular jobs, they give you reimbursement for gas or for whatever. Gas or if whatever. you have mm-hmm. to travel, you know, certain jobs, we have to go to different locations, different schools, whatever. They give you reimbursement for gas. So for you to now make that as a reason as to why that's why you, that's why you're paying that amount, it's low, especially as a celebrity. Now, I'm not saying, oh, she got to pay the celebrity, the the, the personal assistant 10K a month. No, because I know, um, what's his name? That comedian. What's his name? Well, that short comedian at stake. Duvall, he was like, oh, what do y'all expect for an uh, entry-level position? And he don't know shit either. He's from Florida. But, <laughs> no, he's from Florida. But personal assistant, as we know, it's a lot. Especially for a celebrity. It's a full-time, it's, I'm telling you, 24-7 you, you, job. You, you don't have a life if yeah. you're a personal assistant because you are there when they wake up, when they go to sleep. You have you're to travel for them. everything Get for their them. food, their, their clothes, their, their documentation, book their flights. It's, it's a lot of work. It, it's more than a regular nine to five because yeah. it's not a nine to five. Exactly. It, it's like a nine to nine. Exactly. You it's a saying? nine to whenever. So it's like, that is pretty low because it's like, no, it's low. It, 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 no, it is low. I would say at least, if you, even if you say 3000 a month, I'll say okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Three thousand, four thousand a month, but to say five fifty per week, it's like, damn, they can't have no life. No life, and that's what they're saying. Unless if they're living with you, then I'm like, okay, well, okay. I didn't live, you know, like living nanny. If they're living yeah, with you, now I can say, all right, so they won't like, have to pay girl, those other bills. Glorilla, stop being cheap, y'all. And somebody said it best. There's like. Y'all be so thirsty to say, I'm only going to pay this person that much. But y'all be gifting each other Patex, Road Range, Rover, all type of useless shit just to be saying that you Y'all did. be getting your teeth done, your booty done. You're paying for your friends to get their BBL and everything. And you're like, you don't want to pay. Just for what you need. What you need. And you know, as celebrities, we know y'all, y'all ask for a lot. Like, is y'all this, want, this, y'all this want to be served schedule? upon. For you to have a stipend, it's not even set. That's how Asian doll is, too. So, like, no. It's baby. cheap. And it's like. Y'all, sorry. Listen, like on some real shit, personal assistant nannies for celebrities, they make good bank. Okay. This they they okay make they make six figures. Period, as they should. So this little she gotta have to step it up. Just wish you account to you can truly afford one because clearly she have to step it up because clearly you really cannot afford one right now. You see, I mean she just started now. Even not because of this social media age where everyone is being hyped up so quick, she literally just started. I mean, it's yeah. not, what two songs? Yeah. It's not two songs that's on the radio twenty four seven of hers. I mean, I want to say it's two that. songs. It's she, she, Summer Walker has her moments. She's popular. You she's talking about good. Summer Walker. I'm talking about Glorilla. I'm sorry, we are talking about Glorilla. I mean, Summer Walker is one of them too. Yes. She also cheap as hell. 
But we talking about is Girl, she has to tomorrow, two songs. Yeah, tomorrow right. and single yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, on you. Yeah. I listen to the radio every day. You right. It is just tomorrow and FNF. Even a song with Sierra is not playing on the radio. I forgot she made that song. It's not playing on the radio. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think Glorilla. I like Glorilla. I really do like her. She's funny as hell. I do too. I think she she's is, good. But girl. Girl. And then Smoker is the same thing too. She's talking about, oh, preferably if he's gay or white. What's the meaning of that? That's what I was thinking of when I said Summer Walker. I was thinking about her and her assistant. Nah, assistant. What's the meaning of, oh, preferably if he's gay, gay or white? Because she's trying to be like something that she ain't. Girl, you don't even present that. She's trying to act like, oh, I want one of those type of things. And like let, let me say, TV. those queens, they need money. Exactly. They, 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 they ask for money. Those queens Because their makeup is not cheap. It's not cheap. Queens, they want they fucking coins. And they will be the first to blast your social media like you cheap as hell. You, you not pay me. Yeah, I just think that these celebrities be really over hyping. They they're not connected with the real world sometimes. But you know what? That's what social media does because it's like they feel like I'm I'm a celebrity. You're gonna be on my social media. People will see you, so I'm giving you some you know some and, limelight. And that's what it is. Like people who didn't go to school and don't understand different facets of the world. It's just like gee. That works for you. Like, that's a that's currency for you. Mm-hmm. That's not currency for me. I can give a fuck about being famous and being on social media and whatever. I need to pay my bills. Exactly. So. Because there are many people who are like, um, you know, they've gone viral on social media, whatever, but it's just like, they broke. And that's just that. You could have one million followers on social media and still and be And I broke. have nothing. And still be Account broke. be broke. So it's like, that does nothing for me. I do think they're like, yeah, Glow, you're going to have to readjust that. Um, but speaking of celebrities, Lori Harvey, basically she has men sign an NDA for NDA before they date her, and it also has a one million dollar penalty. Talk about bad bitch, G. bad bitch, bad bitch. She's saying to date me, you got to spend money, you got to sign this form. It's exclusive, honey. They don't turn Lori Harvey to the first lady's daughter. <laughs> for real, they don't turn her to the first daughter the way they be treating Lori Harvey. What do you think about? Do you think this is fair? Does this make sense? Do you think it's nonsense? I mean, because of how they talk, because of how they've held and made Lori Harvey, it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. They don't turn to Shasha Obama or something because it's like, yeah, at this point, she dates a lot of celebs. Her name is very high profile. She doesn't want, you know, a situation like well, here we are with Megan Thee Stallion damn near calling her a hoe. She don't want that type of situation. So best the best to avoid it, y'all can't even say my name in public. Period. I think it's, you know, also knowing the fact that she's the type to date multiple many people yeah. multiple people yeah. that are in the industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whether they're big guys, top guys, or small guys, whatever, the Trey songs to the ditties. They say her new man is Damson Idris. I saw that. I saw that. Mm. I mean, that's not he's a good guy. He seems he's like a cute. decent guy. I want somebody different from him for him though. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, I don't want him uh, to be a lord. Exactly. I want him to be one of a late chick. I mean, come on, give us a Niger chick. Where the, where, 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 exactly. the Niger, where the cross culture Niger babes at? Okay. Or African babes at. Let me say okay. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but not the Lori Harvey's type of girl. No shit. Um But it's like I get it. It's all business. The same when Jello said, you know, is it her booty? She insured her booty. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yes, now. All the celebrities, they insure their legs, their body parts, like, oh, whatever. So, I get it. Girl, make your money however I mean, you men can. do it all the time, so I'm definitely like, Lori, you the It goat. makes sense, but it's like, girl, what's your plan, Lori? She the go of playing these How niggas. long do you want to do this for? Like, is this what you're really doing? You just fucking all these niggas and whatever? Yup. 
Like this is you know And for me With me saying she fucking other things, I, I hold the same standard For men too You know what I'm saying Like I'm not just saying This as a woman But I'm saying like Men too Whatever a rapper out there Start or, being a hoe Exactly Like it's like I don't know if I should I don't necessarily Consider a hoe yet I don't consider her A hoe yet uh, Who? Lori Oh no no I don't consider her A hoe Yeah Quite not, a hoe Not yet She's almost there though To me yeah She almost there Yep Cause y'all be trying to oh, Because she it be dating. so close too But it's like gee She do be exactly It's like It's be not like, even she, cute She be like uh, And then she be the going next. hard as hell With all of them That's, That's be the thing. thing She be ready to damn near marry All of them And don't never be given gee, this she, She's been proposed to She was Multiple in a, times No just one proposal I thought she was been proposed to It was that uh, soccer player It was that That one time They was together for a minute At the age, young age of 21 He proposed to her hmm. You know what I'm saying And I guess she said Oh I'm too young but I had hope for her and what was that Mike B. Jordan. Michael B. I had yeah, a, I small hope. I did too. They seemed like they was gonna. But be he's something. older. He like in his thirties. She in her twenties. He he ready to settle down. Well, that's the difference I was telling you guys mm-hmm. about. No, I agree with that shit, G. That it's always gonna come up one way or the other. It's gonna come up, G. And he got his feelings hurt because he did his little um SNL thing. You know what I'm saying? It, okay. It was a little shade in there. It was a little shade. But Shout like, out Kiki Palmer. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so let's talk about, you know, since we are, um, we talked a little bit about the Megan and Tori case, let's also talk about this YSL case with Gunna and Young Thug. Mm -hmm. So this YSL case with Gunna and Young Thug has been interesting because we basically see them being charged with the Rico case for being part of a rap group. Mm. Uh, Which, for being charge of a rap group because they're in YSL they charge them with the Rico okay but what is the purpose of the Rico of the rap group what is the rap group doing they're basically saying that in YSL people are pressing citizens of Atlanta they you know they murder people it's a gang let's call it they're they're trying to call it a gang that's why yeah they're calling it a gang instead of like a like it's not just a rap group it's a gang yeah it's a gang Mm -hmm. that's what they're saying so we have um, seen that Gunna and Young Thug have been in prison for a long time, almost since like, damn, it's been a minute since like the summer. I almost want to say, yeah. like late summer, early mm-hmm. fall, they've been in prison. Um, but we recently saw that Gunna was able to plead guilty, get some sort of deal, and now he's able to be free and just get probation. But a lot of people was assuming that Gunna was a snitch. Because of that. And I just want to tell people, y'all don't even know what a snitch is. So what is a snitch? Now, Educate t- us. Now, a snitch is somebody that turns you in. To me, the operative thing is that after having relations inside the crime. So it's like, for example, if me and you rob a bank. Mm-hmm. Police say, Erica, I know y'all robbed the bank. But we'll give you two years instead of ten years if you tell me. Dami's cooperation in robbing the bank. Like, was she the plan? Whatever, whatever. That's a snitch because we was both doing it together. And the minute that you got the opportunity to tell something. on me to get to for your benefit, you told on me. So what about if you rob a bank uh-huh. and that's your best friend? I knew you rob a bank, but I wasn't involved in it. Right. But they questioned me as like, oh, you know how they question the spouse, family member, close friends. And I say, yes, I know she robbed a bank. That's snitching too because it's like you low-key had the option to just be like, I have no idea. I wasn't there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But snitching to me when it's like you've been in prison for 10 months and they say, hey, will you 
plead guilty to being part of a racketeering group, mm-hmm. and you say, yeah, that's not that's not snitching. So with this case, he pled guilty. He did play guilty. And what is making him come out and not serve the whole five years that he was sent to supposed to serve? So essentially, he just it it was that it was a plea deal. Mm-hmm. He pled guilty, and then they told him that he had to do one year in prison. And Which because, I think he almost did that already. And that's why they called it time served. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so now he's free, and that's essentially it. And then the rest is probation. Yeah, because he pled guilty, people want to say he a snitch. Because people understand pleading guilty in a plea deal as, like, taking some sort of bait or whatever. But people really don't know the law system, and I just feel like we're too old to be still cold in some of these is there a real moment? Is there a moment where it's okay to snitch? It's always a moment where it's okay to snitch, and it's not snitching. To be honest, it's like okay, if you uh, are, I'm happy to hear that because it's like you, you know, secondly, you just said if you say this that you knew something, you're snitching. But then you're also saying there's always a moment to snitch. There's moments to snitch when it's like I saw this crime happen. Okay, I want better for my community. I'm gonna tell about it. I mean, why else do people snitch if not because of that? I, I no, people even, snitch. Please I take away the, the community. Take away the community here's because the nobody's thing. thinking community when they snitch. If you were involved in the crime, uh huh, and then you tell on somebody to get yourself less, mm-hmm. then you're a snitch because okay. you agreed to it. You were involved with it. Just take take what you was gonna get. Take it like a man. Okay, but if you if are, you are not guilty, if you're a civilian and you're not guilty or whatever the situation is, then that's not snitching. Okay, let me give you an example of a be- a, a book I recently read. Um, a situation where like me and you are in a gang. Okay, with me and you in a gang, we're each other's partner, whatever. But um, you did a certain assignment. It was your specific assignment that you did, okay. right? And someone got shot in that assignment. I wasn't even there at that moment. Okay, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah, but it was your assignment. You got caught. I get arrested to you by association. Um, and then I don't say anything. And I end up serving 15 years in jail because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to say anything. But if I would have said something, would it have made me a snitch? Yes. Even though I was not in part of that assignment. We in the gang. Damn, so I like, just wasted my 15 years of life. That's gang gang. What you join a gang for if you weren't ready to slide? I ain't doing that shit, bitch. That's why you not in the gang, Eric. Don't involve me in shit, bitch. For real, that's why you not in don't the gang. Do. Now, if let, you let. was in the gang... That's part of being in the game. The game, being in the game, is like we move so hard together. I'm gonna do whatever. To Even though I wasn't there, you I never. Then you're not ready to be in the game. Part of being in the wow, game. Wow. So you know this gang culture so strong. I do. Who, part, who involved you in this lifestyle, damn Hey, damn you! This podcast, <laughs> in this podcast that we pray, we pray every day before we do the podcast. You are saying GD. Wow. Hey. Alhamdulillah. Mm. Well, it is what it is. No, as a devout Muslim, rebuke it. I say I was in the gang. I said I'm. About, I know gang life. Damn. Um, I mean, I'm the type that if I if that mean, like, let me tell you now and then, if you mm. commit a crime that I know about, I would not say anything. Thanks. No, I would not. No, as much as I say shit. No, I would, if you know, you say, damn, G, bitch. I would hope you you call but me like nine. you know. <laughs> You come like, bitch, I did this, you know, some like frantic shit. Yeah. I would, my first come, I say, ah, I don't know. Me, I, was, I don't know. I was raising my child. I have no idea. But, bitch, you involve me with the shit, G. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, Anybody yeah. involved, and I learned that I have a child now. Fuck, no, I'm not going to say I fucked the child. My mama, I got my sister, I got my life. Nah, G, I wasn't involved with no, this shit. No, I mean, and that's just the fact that matter, and that's why we choose the lifestyles we choose, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, I'm not a gang member. Right. I'm saying I know about gang shit, and that's how gang culture moves, and that's the code. I'm telling y'all the code of gang life, but I'm not a gang member. 
Yeah, y'all don't. So just don't so put don't yourself in those situations. But if you are a gang member, that's cold. And I'm telling y'all what the code is. Yeah, don't put yourself in that shit, G. And that's it, it's not that. because those who have served 20 years of that shit, Hell yeah. they all say like, fuck that shit, speak the truth Hell so you can yeah. live your life. Because like, think about it. Okay, snitch, whatever. Fuck that shit. Okay, so you you losing 10, 15 years of your life on on, on the thing, on, 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 on the street ver- ethics? On street ethics of not being called a snitch. Bitch, you better move your ass to Mexico. Move to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And move to be, Cuba. And it's Jamaica. hard. And it's hard because, again, if y'all banging together, mm-hmm. then y'all got to serve that together. Yeah, I don't care. It's not worth it. I saw, you know, back to TikTok. He's like a 17-year-old kid. Gee, this motherfucker got shot 12 times, Damn. if not more. Now he's a quadrupolitic. What's the word? Quadrupolitic. Yeah. Um, And he was like, it's not even worth it. What was that about? Drugs, sex. Yeah. Chicago, a Chicago nigga, and I, you know I don't say nigga, but I'm saying he a Chicago nigga on some like he bought it, bought it, whatever on some. I'm on the streets, old block, whatever. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, like overall, it's like it's never worth it. No, it's never worth it. But I'm telling y'all the code. If y'all join a gang and y'all want to be gang, 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 that's the code of gang. <sighs> I be so I'm glad that now hopefully this is just a lesson. Hopefully it calms down. Now we're seeing young thug he just going on trial. I mean, I will say this though. Be so like who I don't know what YSL was doing. I don't even understand. But I will say that um being part of a music conglomerate, like you know, like a, you know when we was in college, it was a lot of creative groups. Mm-hmm. What was that group that all of them was in? You know what a I'm USC? talking about? Yes. You remember that that all I of know, them the spoken groups? word, whatever. Gee, yes. Not even the thing, but you know they was all in like it a little conglomerate. I, I remember I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. Just imagine being like that and because one person or even like whatever the situation is, they just assume like all y'all gang members together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like y'all is it's right, fraudulent right, activity because right, right. y'all move together and y'all claim that this of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of was. Like me and you, we cross culture. Mm. Just because we cross culture, that mean, that don't mean we a gang. We just we yeah. say we cross culture. Well, it doesn't mean whoever is involved in the team knows the stuff every, we do. Every single thing. Like if I decide to, like I said, if I decide to crack cards on the side, just because we do the podcast together, that do not mean that you was condoning me cracking cards. Like, right. So I think that's the situation that's kind of going on. And prayers to them. I do hope that all of them are able to get their freedom. I hope Because Gunna lost a lot of weight. What I I would say is that I only wish freedom for them if they were not guilty. If you're guilty of murdering people, of racketeer, of crime, stealing from people, serve the time. That's how I feel, period. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say prayers to them, free this and that. If my mom's be saying, free Greg, free Lou Devon, free da da da. But you know, Devon was doing some crazy shit. Not Lou Devon. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not for it. You know what I'm saying? Even if I had a family member that was doing harm to others, you're doing some harm from others. Imagine if that was you that doing doing shit to. That they killed your family members, that they stole from. You finna be saying free whatever? No, No, that's where humanity come from. That's where this generation, we are so selfish. It's just so much self-indulgence and and money and, and, and this flashiness and this and that. No, if YSL is a group, that was doing all this real if it's truly true if it's not okay yes I if it's truly freedom. true then justice okay. shall be served yeah exactly but if not but if it's not yeah. I mean justice shall be served come on now please so both ways both ways both ways absolutely both ways 
But you know what? Let's get into an, a lighter note, juicy stuff. What have you been watching? All right. So you all know on Amazon Prime, I completely binged Riches. I watched that thing like a night. Girl. Maybe a night and a half. I texted Erica like, girl, watch Riches. You sure did put me on. Seven, I ain't gonna seven you hours later, I was like, girl, I done finished this. Finish it. <laughs> And I just love to love, 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 love it. And I've also been watching um, a little bit of the um, docu-series of Meghan Markle and Harry. So first thing first, let's talk about riches. Let's talk about Riches. So if you haven't watched Riches on Amazon Prime, we're going to try not to do any spoilers, but essentially what Riches is about is there is a Nigerian-American family that lives <laughs> in London, and they own a beauty hair care um, business. Mm-hmm. The father, the patriarch of the business and the family passes away and ends up giving the business to his estranged children. And the whole show is essentially us watching how they're navigating owning this business, finding out different things about the business and, you know, underlying stories. And, and you know, that's what I could tell y'all without trying to fully spoil it. But I mean, give me a little bit more to you. But did you mention the different families? I said estranged. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, I be I might as be going. I, I be the one giving the. You spoilers. be on air could be saying the whole plot and then be like, watch it. Yeah, why not? But that's like, I guess for me because I'm the type like even if we tell the whole story, I'll still want to watch it. But you're right. No, but it's good. What I do like about it is like, it is an African show and in the sense like of like the mannerisms, the language. You know what I'm saying? Um, the little slangs that they use, you hear like, oh, blood of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. You know what I mean? That little, the things and that we even say. They, they still, they kept the African culture and that was what was nice to see. That like, no matter Chef how um, westernized they are on the show, because again, it's in London. And the cast is all and, African. And, and the cast is African, but you can tell that they are cross Period. You know, like, they have lived in their respective countries, be it America or London, and they, you know, obviously have adapted that westernized culture, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's still so many things that's, like, hardcore Nigerian. As African. Exactly, Nigerian. Even, um, you know, with the board members of the company being called Uncle, Auntie, this, that, and the other. They not know, but Mr. Mrs. is Uncle Shegun, Auntie, this, that, and the other. Even the concept of respect. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Know who your mate is here. Yeah. We are not mates. How yeah. dare you? No matter what. How dare you? You've yeah. grown wings. What? Yeah. Period. No, no, no. It's it's a, it's an African dynasty for sure. Period. And and I do like the type of drama too. It's yes. not you know you know it's not reality drama because you know a lot of these shows it's like okay what nonsense is this? Now I'm gonna let y'all watch it before I start giving my little director critique. But overall, the mm-hmm. show is like uh, it's well done. It's like an eight point five out of ten for me. I'll give you that. That no, that's a solid score. Like eighty five percent. That's a close score. I, I, I would. I think I'm ready for season two. Can't Absolutely. wait. Cannot wait for season two. You guys, please check out Riches on Amazon Prime. So the another show that I'm currently watching is Saints and Sinners. What's that? Saints and Sinners is Bounce TV type of show. Not Bounce. B E T type of show. Not too. It was originally on Bounce. If you know Bounce, you know Bounce is Bounce. <laughs> Uh, it's in Hulu though. I'm watching in Hulu. Okay. Oh, I think I heard of it, the show. So though. it's like a you know like Greenleaf. It's like a church. It's Wasn't it on own first? It probably was. Yeah. It, it's 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 a church theme show, but forget the church theme part because they don't even dwell so much on the church. I'm telling you, it's drama after drama after drama. Okay, I it's might not, check it, it out. No, you would like it. It's one of those shows. 
I play on the background like I'm working and I play on the background. But then you notice like, But damn, you're like, wait, 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 what? Damn. That's like, what? This, sh- I'm going to give a little tea. I'm just, I have to, I have to. Give That's, a little, It's part spoiler. of my nature, I'm sorry. It, 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 it's it's, it's, it's going to be a little spoiler, but it's a lot more. Church family, okay? Um, the pastor, the wife, you know, church is a lot of politics, whatever. The pastor is, is he's a gambler. So he's into gambling. Ooh. So he, you know, he borrowing money from the, from the hood, from the hood kingpin, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Ah, wrong person. Okay. Mind you, his wife is a lesbian on the low. Oh! Okay. Wife is a lesbian on the low. So the lesbian, the wife is sleeping with, an, is a, is she's sleeping with the current mayor. Okay? Ah. The current mayor's husband is like, whoa, my wife is sleeping with somebody else. Ah. The wife, when she slept with the mayor, she left her handkerchief. Her handkerchief has EJ. You know, embroidery. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the wife is Ella G- Ella Johnson. She fucking the pastor up. is Eva Johnson. Oh, so the, the, the male husband is like, "Whoa, you sleeping with Eva Johnson?" Me, right? Papa, pow! He shot the. He husband. don't know his he wife. He shot again. the pastor, G, thinking that his wife is sleeping with the husband of the Damn, whatever. See, that's what you said too much. Now. I'm sorry, but I think that should where she, that should be where should catch your attention Damn. right there. I'm telling you, it's a lot of killing. It's a lot of like politics. It's a lot of power. It's a lot of deceit. It's a lot of like. People. That's a Taliban show. I thought it from own. It's Saints actually not. Sinners. It's actually not a Taliban oh, show. Oh, I thought it was because I know it's it was, not. I, it's not. I remember hearing it on own. It's not a Perry actor though. Oh, okay. But you know, this show started. Um, it's six seasons, so it just uh, ended in 2022. Wasn't um, Tika Sumter? No, that's Haves and Nuts. I'm and gonna watch nuts. that one. Okay, because you know, low key, these black shows low key be good. No, they be good. They but just be, be low. They just be little. Yeah, it's a little, good. But you know, it's like our storylines. Our storylines. Our storylines don't be that bad. They be good. It's like we do want something different. Now, but some of that shit don't be our storylines. Let's not claim that. It just be ghetto. Yeah, and it may not be your storyline as in the sense you may not relate to it as an African, but it is a, a black American storyline. No, line. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying some of that shit just be poorly done. See, not not and, that and, the, the storyline is not relatable. It's just poorly done. Yeah, but no, I'm telling you, it be juicy. And that's why, like, there, there are so many, for me, I'm like, there's so many white shows that is trash that it be on some, oh, romance. And I want it's it's Christmas, shit. but they do thousands of it every Hell year. Hell yeah. You know how many Lifetime Christmas shows there are? And it be like, no, of it's course. the same storyline of like, oh, it's a white girl. She goes to Paris. She falls in love. Or, you know, she has a shopping addiction. Or like, oh, her boyfriend, you know, broke up with her. And she's like, oh, how do I find a new man? Like, it be the same storyline all the time. It's not a blockbuster movie. It's of not meant to be a blockbuster, st- you know, series whatever but a regular series g no g this is literally it's drama each episode you're like damn this is a new daddy and i do love a little soap opera because that's a it's good you know i like genres i follow the scripts of the the it's good the g. recipes of genres. i ain't gonna so. lie it, it, it's actually and it's, it's on hulu saints and so, all my like, i play with my class they'll be like yeah, literally every single one I'm like G don't say I ain't did nothing for you G cause I put you on some juicy ass show no for real because it's one of those shows that not you bored you ain't got nothing to do you drinking some wine let me just put some shit on G you gonna be like what every single time I might put time. it on when I get to the house is it the best show no is it dramatic and entertaining yes that's good cause that's what I be needing a little it shit is. in the background you know and you do see some black actors like okay like um what's her name um Callaway the lady who Vanessa Callaway she's in it I love Vanessa Calloway. She's a good actor. She's in yeah. it. The guy who was who was plays the bad guy that be them them molesting. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that bad guy that was in um, 
diary for my black woman whatever mm-hmm. that you know there's always the black guy bad guy like it's it's actually really good um saints and sinister show um the last season aired this year 2022 like, i think march of 2022 like the final season yeah, and it was six seasons, you mm. know. So I think it started like in 2012 oh, or 2014. Lengthy. Yeah, that's lengthy. Um, and it's decent. I'm, I'm definitely on the fourth scene. Like it just goes on and on and on. Um, All right, I'm gonna check it out. No, check it out. Like just playing a background, like little juicy stuff. It's good. It's good. I'm trying to get more into like black, sh- like good black shows. Oh, girl, you know I love me a black show. I'll be watching all the black shows. Yeah. So I definitely will check it out. Definitely. Um, aside from that, so on Netflix, I did check out the documentary about. Or the docu-series following Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. I'd be Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. Okay. Um, and in that, you know, they basically were talking... You know, we've seen a lot with um, Duchess and Duke... Guppy, what do they call Duke. Um, of Duke, Prince Harry, and the yeah, Duchess. You can't be a Duke in prison. Well, I don't even know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. They have so many titles. Shah, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we heard a lot about them um, denouncing their uh, royal titles Mm -hmm. and moving back to America via Canada and all of these things. And this is finally, like, giving a lot of insight to that. But something that's been, like, um, catching everybody's eye, and it caught my eye as well, is Meghan Markle. uh, If you don't know, she's of mixed race. She is black and white. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And... She was discussing how growing up, she did not have the conversation around her being black. Mm-hmm. Um, that she didn't even understand what it was like to live as a black woman or be black or have black experiences until she married Harry and she lived in London. Because mm-hmm. that was when it became apparent to her that she's quote unquote black. What like, do you think about that? Her blackness is enough. I, I think that her mother completely dropped the ball. Gee completely dropped the ball. I I was appalled. Not because of like, obviously, first of all, Megan isn't even white passing like that. Like, yeah, she light-skinned, but you can fucking tell she's mixed. Like, Like you're biracial. Yeah. And then your biracial is, is black. Yeah, I I think that even that is is really egregious to say that her whole life she didn't know she was black. I think to say just to say that you you I mean she didn't say she didn't know she was black. She just didn't have the typical. She black didn't have a black experience. experience. So to like I think just to live under light skin privilege because that's what it was. I don't think that motherfuckers. I think hers was, was beyond light skin because I think I want us to be honest in the fact that. There's the black experience, and then there's the light skin experience. Even though you're light skin, but people still know you're black. Yeah, you so she's saying so that she didn't know that nobody experience. knew. She, so that was my confusion. Is she saying that nobody knew she was black, like she was walking around here passing, mm-hmm. or that she lived in, you know, she lived in California, she's from Cali, and she went to leave private schools, that she had an experience where she was light enough that her blackness did not become a conversation. And absolutely, this this is what I feel um, based on just reading some books and just you know being a little bit aware of that Kali lifestyle, the Valley Girl lifestyle, right? Um, I think it is definitely possible that she lived that type of life in the sense mm-hmm. that, if anything, it made her more exotic. Damn, it made her you know her type of biracial is what they call exotic. You know what I'm saying? Because like obviously she's not white. You cannot look at her and say that's a white woman. Yeah, she's not a white woman, but it's like. Okay, you know what, but you got a little something, but that little well, something makes you she's sexy. She's definitely racially ambiguous. It makes you sexy. It makes you not want to question it too much. Like, 
girl, you you one of us. Period. You, you know what something. I'm saying? You something. It makes me even favor you more. Whether I white or whatever. That's really what yeah. it is. And then for her, as she said, her mom, I said this. I'm like, because, you know, I saw the picture of her mom having sister locks. I'm like, I know you were like, oh, Mona is discriminating because whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. There are many bitches that got locks and they be so whitewashed as fuck. Yeah. Motherfuckers get locks on some convenience shit. Yeah. Period. Oh, so I'm like, I don't want to do my hair every day. No, so I'm like, I'm black and yeah, I'm spiritual and I'm a Buffalo soldier on some Bob Marley shit. No, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, obviously, her dad is white. Okay, fine. Not every black woman who dates white men are, you know, against blackness. Right. Period. But for her to say she didn't have any black experience, I'm like, so you have no aunties? And the mom. What were your mama's sister, cousins, auntie, uncles, grandparents? But, but that was the weird thing. The mom did say that they moved because they said they lived, um, originally, they lived in like a better California neighborhood. Okay. All these California okay. neighborhoods. But they moved when her mama divorced from the dad. Her dad, okay. They moved back, not to the hood, but to more An spaces. Because she said that I would have more, like, my sisters, my friends. my. Th- she said, like, she had more women around to support her. Okay, what so, type of woman? Were they black women? I mean, she didn't. They didn't necessarily say. But if the it way was black she, women, they would say the black way, women. The way she sound, the way she alluded to it, it was like her family, like more of her family and friends. Okay, family could be what you created to be. Now they again they did not allude to any color. And, and let's but be real, if it was a black family, as black people, we'd be proud to be like my black sisters, my black. Come on, let's be real. I we, mean, we'd be quick to mom, say that. Openly admitted that she dropped the ball by not having a conversation. Oh, she said that. Yeah, she did say that I did not have a conversation around blackness. With That's Megan. such a major disservice. And to me, I was. I was shocked, not because I'm like, oh, damn, Meghan Markle out here trying to be passing. You can't blame her. I could not believe that as a black woman. Because her mom was, looks black. That was left. To, her mama is black. It ain't even like that. Her mom. Her mama ain't light skin, like, yeah. oh, passing she light brown skin. skin. Yeah. It's like for you as a black woman to have had a relationship with a white man, had a child with this white man, and then be left by this white man and know that your child is with you. And not talk about being black. And that's why that's, I'm like, motherfuckers be ashamed. And it's of like, blackness. I don't want to say ashamed, but I feel like. People want to dissociate themselves a I, lot. I think she took advantage of it. I don't want to say, I don't think she was ashamed of her blackness. I think it was easier not to talk about it because she went to these private schools where they were doing well. And then it was like, um, they talked about, like, she was very involved in the theater. Megan was very involved in theater and school shit. And her dad, her dad was the, like, um, sound engineer for, like, All My Family or some shit like that. And they talked about him coming to the school to to partake and this, is that, and the other. I think it was just easier for her. Sure. To but there was no pride in it. One thing I would say as an African, even though I'm African, and naturally we're naturally super proud of being African. But I definitely encountered black people who are proud of being black, despite the fucking struggle, despite how hard or whatever easiness, whether they're light skin or dark skin. I've encountered very fair skin black people. They're like, I'm black and proud. You know what I'm saying? So even yes, maybe you're fair skin, you have a mixed child because you're like, okay, she's gonna have an easier life than you did. Great, because you don't want as a parent, you don't want your child to experience the hardship that you've experienced. But ain't no way as a proud, and I'm saying this adjective. Proud black woman. You know what I'm saying? She may, she's a black woman, fine. But as a proud black woman in this America, 
America, oh, with this civil movement of like, yeah. I'm black, I'm proud, the fist up. As a proud black man, for you not to explain, even if it's a small thing, of say like, baby girl, you're a black girl. You, you could say yes, you're biracial, and you may receive favoritism in your life, maybe easier. You could explain all that, of course, but you have to know that There's you have blackness that in gonna you. There's some that they're going to see you as nothing but black. Ex- exactly, and because... Uh, what's her name? Megan. She she basically grew up, and I mentioned this last time ago. She grew up in the same bubble, in the same circle of Cali. Cali is liberal, is you know, is diverse yeah. a little bit. It's you know light skinned, Of course, too. and it's like she went to acting. The, even the acting role she has, she definitely was like the you know the. I watch Suits now. I, me and my mom watch that show. She was Suits. Yeah. She was the, you know, ambiguous. Oh, That's sexy. what they said. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I knew she was a black girl. I knew she had blackness. But like, she was that sexy, like, you know, that sexy mixed chick. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's the role she played. Really? Uh, it's really unfortunate, but I will. Um, I but will I do credit this. her for being honest about it, though. Yeah, I do think that's important. And I, and I also just think that, like, as as black women growing up, I just think that, like, this is the, this is the thing with, like, I don't want to sound like Dr. Umar, but that's the, that's part of, like, having kids with people outside your race. Period. You have to fight for it. Ain't no, ain't no, there's no reason why she shouldn't have had an understanding of her blackness. And then her white sister is now shouting and coming up and embarrassing the whole family. Yeah. like Can you imagine? There's just no reason that her experience in London is when she first first realized that, oh shit, this is what black people go through. I think that's grossly irresponsible. I think... That even if the London experience is her first experience of racism, that's okay, right? Because even me being African and brown skin, whatever, I have not experienced like that blatant ignorant right, racism yeah. in my face mm-hmm. on some muffins coming nigga and whatever. I I've, I definitely noticed the low key racism. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, you doing this because I'm black? You know what I'm saying? You you know this is like all right, whatever. It's systematic type of shit, you know. Uh, but with that being her first. I guess understanding. That's the thing. It's her first understanding. It's her first awareness. Because she said that that's when I knew I was a black woman. That's what I'm it, saying. It was her for first that, awareness of being black. black and period. That, to me, that was what was crazy about it. It was like, ah. Because your awareness of being black, it doesn't have to be negative, quite frankly. Because I don't want to, I don't want this, you know, rhetoric of like you being black has to be associated with negativity. Yeah. Of racism. Of like, you're beneath, you're inferior. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Quite fitting, my first experience of being black, honestly, it was awesome. Like, I'm other than inferior. But my black in the sense of black American. Does that make sense? I mean, but that's part of it, right? And that's what she didn't prepare her for. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm sure mm-hmm. she knew she was black. Or half black. It's you not know? like she ain't enough. I mean, I mean she, she lived with her black her mama. mama's black. You know what I'm saying? So she had an understanding. She had knew that she, she excuse me. But she, she didn't have black. the understanding but of to, what it came with. To not understand what it means to be black in America, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, mm-hmm. and that just makes me feel like, whoa, like, what? Um, her mama did her. It was a disservice. It, it was a complete disservice. Especially to be the black one. I think that that's something I might have expected from like a white mom, black dad. Yes, but for you to be the black mama and you to have that you're baby, the, you're, you're the black what did the mama? hell did they say to you when you were with your kid? You know no. what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I can't even. I don't understand how that happened. Like, really, me? I just don't understand it. 
I think, you know, as, you know, as women, we talk about relationships, we want relationship. And we also talk about how we don't want to um, bound ourselves or, like, just hold ourselves in a close space of only dating black men. Yes. So in the sense of if you date, you know, other African men, Caribbean men, that's fine. Or even if you date men of other races, like, hey, love is love. You can find love, whatever. You don't find a black man that love you, you find a white man that love you. I think that's fine because I'm actually encounter- encountering a lot of women who are meeting white men that do love them. You know, Ooh. that they've tried to find black men, but the black men are not healthy, whatever. They're not doing them well. And it's like, oh, I found me a white man that really loves me, and that's good. Yeah. Um, but you you, you don't forget your blackness in that process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, be conscious of the type of white men you also date. Don't be with a white man that makes you forget or makes you ignore, or his family yeah. makes you be quiet on your blackness. Because mm. a lot of times you do encounter white men who are great, but their mama, grandmama, granddaddy, uncle, auntie is low-key racism. Mm. Um, I did encounter someone who did say that oh yeah you know um he's not racist and his parents are cool but like they see me as like oh i'm the good black person you know what i'm saying like yeah they they like you but they're not cool with black people exactly you know i'm saying like it's like oh you you, exactly pretty much that's it like you know they won't treat you badly per se but because they see you're proper you have a job you're polite you don't talk black quote unquote talk black it's like Oh, okay. You're one of the good ones. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you speak so well. Oh my God, you no, have this much cool. education. And it's like, if you're gonna decide to be in that family, you have to continue to educate them. You know, okay. that that's the cross you have to bear. Yeah, that's the cross you're gonna carry. That is the cross you have to bear. Period. You have to because when you have and have, again with me, you know, with my job, I count up many people from different faces of life, different right. experiences, and I have people who are like mixed racial, and like with them being mixed, it has really been a negative thing in their life in yeah. the sense of their. A white family has made them feel like that little blackness that they have is you ain't pure. shit. Mm-hmm. It is shit. And they hate their hair. And they hate everything about themselves. And I'm just like, girl, your hair is beautiful. Relax. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's to the sense like some of them are really crying like, oh my God, I finally have blacks and I can't break. You know, lots of the part of people embracing their blackness. You know they what say saying? it's a spiritual journey. Not for everybody. It's not by force. <laughs> but some people, you know, I do tell people like, oh, it could be a sp- if that's what you want to be. For me, it was not a spiritual journey, quite frankly. It didn't make me get closer to God or my spirituality. It really was. It was convenience, motherfucker. <laughs> that's what it was for me. Okay. Um, but some people, it is a spiritual journey. For oh. Some people, it is a closeness to their blackness because they feel like, I'm more black. Yeah, that this is something my, my natural. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this is like, I've had to like really been like, damn near a therapist for some people like, your hair is beautiful. It's okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, like they've been bullied from the age of two because of their fluffy, frizzy mm. hair. So like if you decide to date a white person or someone's out of your race, you ha- that is your due diligence. You it have is. to do that. You have to make it known. Listen, you that have This is to. the black experience. You got to. And I, that's I'm like, wow, you know, a lot makes sense. A yeah. lot makes I'm sense. I'm going to watch it with you. With you saying all that, I definitely would watch the show. It definitely sounds interesting. Um, with that being said, but let's go to our next segment. Our next segment of the show is the Olodo. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! Goofass. So you guys, we are at our Olodo of the Week. And Olodo of the Week for this week goes to a bunch of nurses that came out of Emory University in Atlanta. Um, so in Emory University Hospital has some nurses in the OBGYN department, the gynecologist department, um, that decided to follow a TikTok trend talking about their 
icks, right? Some of these icks were stereotypical, like an ick of mine is a man who got many baby mamas on the floor, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Well, these women that decided to share their icks um, became an ick themselves and were ultimately fired from their jobs Mm. because of them coming out here making a TikTok to talk about what they like and don't like about work. Here's the thing, and we kind of talked about it last time with teachers, but there are certain jobs where do not let the social media fan fool you. You have to have a certain level of respectability politics. Mm-hmm. They're not going for that. You cannot get on TikTok and talk about things that you don't like about patients and think that motherfuckers is not going to say nothing about it. Like... I'm very sorry that y'all lost y'all jobs behind it, but also you could not have convinced me to be in that TikTok. I'm not sorry because someone tweeted that like, oh, this were the same nurses who were the nurse when I delivered my baby. And when my mother approached them about like, oh, my child, you know, about, you know, the person delivering, being my child, you know, delivering is in pain. They were ignor- they ignored me. Oh, oh so it's no. like you, you taking this ick to hurt. You're yeah. taking it to heart. Like, y'all are ick at this now, point. Now, of course, obviously, there are things about all our jobs that we hate. Even as a lactation, direct customer service, is things that I I dislike on my clients. I have a certain clients. I'm not finna go on. I may, like, post a little, like, little funny here and there, like, oh, you coming late, da, da, da. But, like, I know my limits. I'm Because yeah. I'm not finna go in on a client. Yeah, and, and that's not. what it felt like. I feel like if they had just kept it cute and kept their surface level, they might have not gotten in trouble. But it seemed very like it y'all, seemed, talk, y'all talking about different patients that y'all got right now. It, it, it seemed deep, like with the whole like, oh, you have different baby mamas on the same floor. Yeah. It was like, oh, you complain about pain when it's like, damn, you just got in the room. You better relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you eat? There's just it, little stuff exactly. that's like. It was just like especially someone who's gone through childbirth, you know what I'm saying? This is the first time you're going through this. You don't know, whether it's the first thing, third time, it's also always different each childbirth for every individual, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you go into it, you expecting to have care because this is your job. Your job as a nurse is not just about knowing the science behind it, but to have compassion. Compassion. That's it. That's the main thing, I believe. With Bedside manners. Bedside manners, G. You have to have compassion. If you don't have compassion, why are you in this job? Don't be in this job. Yeah. Do some, be a scientist. Be, yeah, Do, be, be in a lab. Job for quick money. Be in a lab. There are other part of science in medical field where you can make quick money where you don't have to have bedside manner. But to also do that, and you know, they were also saying this. It wasn't like they were just like, you know, they were literally, literally saying it. Yeah, they Come played. On. They definitely played themselves. That's why I was like, damn. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, y'all bitches bold. Honestly, because the hospital was there. Like, it just was no, it wasn't even like they was in the house having a little kiki and they just, they all worked together. They were at they work. They was at on work. On their scrubs. On their scrubs, on the clock. And that's why they got fired. Like, y'all could have said, said little petty shit like, I don't even know, like, oh, y'all come late. Uh, y'all wear this and that. You know yeah. what I mean? Something small, I minutes mean, could I be like, okay, if anything, y'all get small suspension or whatever. But it it, it really felt really personal. Yeah. And people were like, it was stereotypical too, because it yeah. was really because they were sounding know, like, oh, I hate this shit about black moms. Because that that was that was the tone of it. Like, there's some nigga shit, and I hate this. 
That yeah, was definitely we all the tone. Ha- Listen, every no matter how much you love a career, your career, there's something you're gonna hate about it. We all hate niggas. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Not y'all hate niggas, but it's also it's always something you're gonna hate about your job. No matter no how facts. much you love, it's something you're gonna complain about being a teacher. It's something you're gonna complain about a hairstylist, or even when I worked a nine to five. It's always yeah. something you're gonna like. Oh, this client pisses yeah. me off. This manager pissed me off. But to do that, it's careless. No, it definitely was. I I, did, I feel like they just completely dropped the ball on professionalism. And for that, they get a load of the week. Okay, let's go to our next segment. Next segment is Care for the Culture. And that Care for the Culture is Olamide Olowe. Okay, so Olamide Olowe, she is the youngest black woman ever to raise $12 million in funding. She um, basically founded this company called Topicals. She's the, I'm trying to read things about her. She actually was included in the Forbes, she means Forbes at this point. Is it Forbes? Mm, Forbes. Forbes. Ah, sorry. Damn, that's what you're calling. I always say Forbes. No Forbes. Okay, Forbes. Forbes 30 under 30. List for 2022 for a previous fundraising of $2.6 million. Um, she has the fastest growing skincare brand at Sephora, Topicals. It appeals to Gen Z consumers through its TikTok and Instagram marketing, eye-catching packaging, and mental health advocacy. Founded in 2020, Topicals saw, um, Topicals saw revenues increase threefold in 2021. In 2022, the company has sold one product every year minute whoa every minute that's deep no she's no no she's making money especially as a nigerian american too that is um beautiful i think i actually will check out her um product you gonna use it i'll check it out right now because i'm definitely looking for like some skincare products okay i have really dry skin on my face so i'm the type that like you know after you come in the shower and like you don't put lotion on like my face is super dry you can see like the dryness like the oh the white patches yeah the patchy white dryness so i use like a skin serum i've been trying different things but i've not seen i've not found anyone that really like that keeps the moisture exactly um, so, you know, it is definitely, um, and then also she has, Topicals has donated more than $50,000 to support non-profits providing mental health resources to marginalized communities. Now the company will be able to launch a 12-month accelerated program to support non-profits in mental health spaces. So, um, it's great that she's doing things beyond skincare, too. Yeah, for real. It's a Nigerian-American, uh, it's a cross-cultured individual, because clearly that's what she is. Period. Um, we talk about how mental health is really important in our culture, and as black people, as African people. Um, so I think she's 26. I think she's 27 now, but it's, it, it's great to see someone young doing this. Yeah, and to have done that much with crowdfunding and just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it, it is great to see, um, you know, as Africans, a lot of our career paths are pushed towards medicine, mm-hmm. law, and engineering. So to see... Um, ourselves in other places and see success, I think it, it definitely opens a lot of doors for generations to come. And I just want to say something real quick. She did say that she grew up with a chronic skin condition. She's an undergrad at UCLA. She spent two years working as an intern at Shea Moisture. Oh, nice. During this time, she learned how to build a cult brand for underserved underserved commu- um, consumers and community. At Shea Moisture, there was an ethos of doing well by doing good that inspired her to build topicals with a social mission. So that's ama- that, that's important. Like, she's done the work. She's in the field. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and 
it's amazing. A 26-year-old what? Okay, what was I doing at 26 in quarantine? You had a podcast, like you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's amazing. That's amazing. That's Shout out to her. Shout out to care her. Care for the culture, care for the skin. Not care for the skin. Okay. Um, do you have any um, last minute tips you want to give us? Any information you want to give us? Well, you guys, I just want to be transparent and saying mm-hmm. this is our last live episode of is the it? year. And we will definitely keep in touch. It's not like we wow. never talk to so you. It's, it's a last, vi- what, uh, last live episode. We had a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Like we ain't talk about this yesterday, um. But yes, it is our last live meeting. You know the holidays is coming, bitch. We want to do Christmas and New Year's with the rest of you hoes. So we trying to relax, like all you hoes trying to relax. Okay, this our job too. Shit. Okay, that just sound like you from the south or some shit. Okay. <laughs> I feel that though. No, but for real though. So, but you know, we are gonna tap in with you all. But we just wanted to be transparent this time and not leave y'all um, waiting for something. But we are gonna give you guys things. Keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for everything. Um, and my word. Oh yeah, give us a word. Actually, since this is apparently be the last word of twenty twenty two. I'm just saying, it's the last word of twenty twenty two. So just give us something now. All right, you guys. The word, the last word of 2022 is. I'm sorry. Drum roll. Should I give up my quote? Then you think about your word. Damn, how you know I had a word? I don't know because it's not your thinking. No pressure. I was trying to drum roll. Oh, okay, okay. No pressure because I know we didn't necessarily prep for it, so. I think the word of the last word of 2022 is. I hope I didn't do this word before, but I want to do the word acceptance. We did do the word acceptance before. Okay, well, accept again. Bitch, you ever to give us something new, something different? Yeah, no. Because sometimes we got to go back for a word. Okay, fine. Do a quote. I'll think of a different word. Okay. Um, my quote is just really. Based on the Meg the Stallion situation, um, it's very simple. It's about friendship, quite frankly. Um, and so then you know, if this is the last quote of the year, um, we're going. It's really important for you, to, you know, for individuals to think about your surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the quote says the best kind of friendships are fierce, um, especially lady friendships. Lady friendships, um, are fierce friendships where you aggressively believe in each other, defend each other, and think the other deserves the world. Um, so I think for me, it just means like surround yourself with those who would truly have your back no matter what mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, where you also do have their back too. Um, think about the type of friend you are, the type of individual you are and those mm-hmm. you surround yourself. Cause that's very important. I mean, I just say those who flock together. Birds of a feather flock together. Flock together. Come on, those who flock together. What do oh, they do? Listen, I know that. What do they do? <laughs> they flock together, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they flock together. That's what they do. Hell no. Um, um, but yeah, definitely be first in relationships. Be aggressively, aggressively believe in those because you know, you know, we we actually just had a conversation of like, damn, do we have other friends besides us? Damn, do we have other friends that believe? Because you know, besides having friends that you do social things with or we go out, with, but do you have other friends that do you feel like you have other friends that believe in you? 
Let's even ask that real quick. Oh. No, let, let's get deep real quick because this is the last shit real quick. Do oh. you have other friends that believe in you? I do have other friends that believe in me. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have friends that believe in me. I would never say I don't. That's good. I'm trying to think, do I have other friends? Um, I think I do. I think I do have a few. You know, like Abdul and Cole. I think I do have a quite quite a few. Would I do I do want more? I do want more friends that yeah. believe in me. Um, um, so yeah, um, surround yourself with those who believe in you, who are great friends. That's really important. That's your support. System. Okay, don't be like Kelsey and Megan. Okay, don't be them. Yeah, best friends in cults. I love my Jack. Yeah, in this age where people are also like, you know, mental health is really important. Where like, people are committing suicide. You know Facts. what I'm saying? And I think part of it is also like sometimes they feel like they have no one to truly support or understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, that's my quote of the week. My word, I'm back with it. It's choices. We got that before. I'm no, joking. it's not. I'm I was going to say, I know you say choices. I'm joking. Choices. Um, which is like, you know, I think for this year, I just realized the importance of making a choice, mm. making a decision. Listen. And sticking to that decision with conviction and fidelity and really saying, this is the choice I made. And. Acting like that's the choice I made, not just saying this is something I, I'm going to do and not doing shit with it. Um, when we make a choice, we make an action. A choice is an action. People don't know that. Mm. A choice is an action. It's not just a thought. It is an action. Mm. So as we get ready for 2023 and we have all these New Year's resolutions and we're winding up the year, don't be afraid to make the choices that serve you. Mm, make okay. choices and go for those choices don't feel nervous don't feel afraid don't have apprehension just say that this is what i choose i choose this i choose you and go for it yeah i think even even to add to that even in the nervousness or in the apprehension still go for it because yeah. i think we make hella decisions where like <laughs> I'm scared. Even though this is really the decision you want to make, but you're still scared, still go for it. Even if you do feel that nervousness, apprehension, whatever it is that comes with it. I think that's a great word to end the year. That really is a good word. Thank you. It really is. Um, so thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, this may or may not be the last episode. It's, it's up to Damisha. It's up to her. I'm giving her the executive call regarding this. Whoa. I'm just pressuring her. I'm just teasing her. Um, but yeah, we really do appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, of course, there's definitely gonna be more episodes uploaded for this year. So please tune in, please listen. We have surprises and great things coming for the new year. We're super excited. Um, thank you for being with us for what three years now, right? Yeah, we're going our fourth year. Listen, this is not this is not easy. Um, but thank y'all. Um, thank you. Have a great Christmas. And a happy new year. A happy motherfucking new year. And this is Cross Cultured. On a logo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me. It is Erica Mona. It's Damio. And this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? Hey. 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 I don't like that.
not for everybody. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture.